I grew up on that stuff. Rod doesn't like Taco Bell. I don't think he's ever. Well, had I've it, never had actually. it, so you've and never had Taco Bell. No. What the I- fuck? Really? No. No. Nope. You're blowing yeah. my fucking he- mind. Like this is <laughs> Rod. This is a big deal. prescriptions hey what's up everybody it's the Paul boys podcast hey happy saturday motherfucker hey i'm so glad you came uh today is gonna be a lot of fun because i think i set my new uh, length record. So yay for me. You motherfuckers get to listen to me talk for the next two and a half hours. I hope you're ready. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot to fucking deal with. <laughs> so, if that's not what you're in for, just go ahead on and turn back. Turn, go away, run, motherfucker! No, uh, had a lot of fun, man. Rod and Denise are, are really awesome, and I'm glad they came and, uh, I do appreciate it. So just know I enjoyed every minute of it and I hope you do too. Uh, Shit. I can't even tell you where all this fucking conversation goes. We're all over the map today. So I hope uh, you matter of fact, go take a piss, (laughs) go get a sandwich, maybe make two sandwiches because it's going to be a while, but just know I'll be here when you get back and uh, we'll do some talking. Hey, take it easy and enjoy. If you got love troubles, you got a bad woman you can't control, I got just the thing for you. Something called controlling hearts will get together drops. If you work too hard and you need a little rest, try my easy life rub or put some of my balls fixed jam in your mouth. Bueno. Hola. You got on it. On a Saturday night. Mm. What's yeah. up, listening party podcast people? Person, peoples, who's here? Is it both of y'all? It is both of us, yes. Yes. I'm so excited. I, I convinced Denise to be on the show. Well, actually, no. I guess I, I misspoke 
or I didn't choose my words correctly. I thought um, it was going to be just me, yo. Yeah, so I was like... So I was very insulted when Rod was like, I was like oh, oh, it could be me too. Jody B wants you on the show. And she was like, okay, cool. And I was like, all right, so when do you want to do it? Like, we're, we're, we're going to be together. And she was like, oh, I thought it was just me. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, if you want... Well, Denise, but, it, no offense to you, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. But if you would like to be on your own personal episode, I would gladly have you because I'm literally keeping this shit held together with duct tape and bailing wire right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah so either way i was gonna kind of keep quiet because i've been on the show before so you know i was gonna let denise have most of a most of the uh lower time i guess mic time i don't know what you'd call it yes please (laughs) 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 okay so i'll I'll be quiet i'll just be here if, if you need a fact checked or anything like that i'll be the fact checker i'll be producer producer rod on the joe b show well what's funny this time is i was actually i went back and listened to ours today just bits and pieces because i was like damn it was like the sixth episode of my show and we're at like 25 now you know so that was a little while ago it was about maybe six months almost something so uh, you recorded the last one too. I don't know if you remember that. So that was even before this was technically Pubboy Studios on my behalf. <laughs> so, you know, we can we can share some talking, but I am going to holler at you Denise. What up? How you doing Denise? How was your day? It was pretty good. Today was uh my Saturday, you know. I know not everyone has the weekend, so like Saturday is Saturday for me and I rested. Thank thank you to Rod for letting me rest. Because I had a, a rough week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Rod doesn't let me sleep in. Does your wife let you sleep in? I haven't slept in in almost two years, Denise. You're asking oh, the wrong person. Is yeah. It is it because you have a kid? It's because I have a child, yes. No, well, but I think I, I thought I, and you know, sorry, this is the fact checker in me right here. I thought you had mentioned on, on the this week's episode with Seaflow that, uh, that you don't usually like to sleep in, right? So, I mean, does it, is it just because of the kid or like? I used to enjoy it. And when I what I call sleeping in is like 9, maybe 10 o'clock. At the, oh. Like 10 oh. o'clock is like dragging ass out of bed. You know when you've been laying down too long and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> dude, no. Sleeping in for Denise is like noon plus. I'll sleep till 3, dude, if I can. <laughs> it's disgusting. I hate it. When I first started this job that I'm working now, like I had to do the grunt work and that was working at a tire warehouse at like four o'clock in the morning till like two in the afternoon. And so what would happen there is I'd have to go to bed every night by like eight, nine o'clock. And then I would get up at three thirty or so, maybe catch another 15 minutes because I didn't work very far. So, you know, I could sit there on the couch in my clothes and just get that last couple minutes in. And yeah. Uh, that was a time where, like, sleeping during the daytime was kind of rough. You know, it's just weird, like, trying to go home. Like, so we got into the habit of, like, literally sealing up all of our windows with, like, black, uh, you know, like, it's like paper blinds. You know, basically, my room is, like, fucking vampire shit. Like, it could be 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you can't see shit in there if you close the door. Hell. So it's hey. like, I, I don't know. I'm I'm could probably find opportunities to sleep longer. It's just, it's hard because either the baby's up or I just can't sleep any longer, you know? Yeah. You know what it is? It's after you take that first piss. 
That's what gets me. You ever have to pee at like seven in the morning, you know, and then you go take a leak and you come back and then you just can't go back to sleep. That's that's how it happens to me every time. Like, it's just I can't. So sometimes you just lay there. You're like, Jesus, I don't want to get up because then I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. No, for me, I mean, I it used to be that way. But every now and then now I can I can just knock out like maybe like it'll take me like 10, 15 minutes. But if I just lay there for like 10 or 15 extra minutes, then, yeah, like I'll just knock out and then it'll be like, oh, shoot. Now it's like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, damn it. I just lost like four hours. What, so, yeah. What time do y'all get up for work? Like six, no, seven, seven, yeah, right? Seven. Yeah, like around seven, six forty-five, seven. So Denise, you do like it's school technically, right? So you're up pretty early, I bet. No, yeah, but with the with the closer job, I'm like literally five minutes away, so I can get up at seven and be there by seven forty-five. So. Oh wow! So how do you get ready so fast? Is that like something you're used to? <laughs> I don't know a woman. No offense. <laughs> I haven't met very many women that can be up and out in like 40 minutes. That's impressive. Oh, like 30. I can, yeah, 15 or 30. Because I don't, it's not much. Gross. Like seriously. <laughs> Whatever. And I don't eat breakfast. So, or if I do, it's grab and go. Yeah. I guess she should, she should explain it a little bit more. She, she's a physical education teacher for children with special needs. And so, yeah, she literally just throws on like some sweats. So you get to wear like pretty casual, like jeans or sweats or something like that, hoodies, shit like that. Yeah, sweats and a and a polo. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But, yeah, <laughs> there's like no point in putting on a bunch of makeup because you're just gonna sweat it all off, right? I try, but you know, yeah, yeah. it sweats off by the first class. <laughs> it's hot out here, Jody. Hey, you ain't fucking telling me, bro. Like, you may get it all year round, but I think we get you beat every once in a while on that humidity factor. Like, it fucking sucks down here in the summer. Like, we finally broke the dog days, man. It's It's been really nice because all this hurricane shit that's going on, it's pushing some, some cooler weather. But this place will fuck with you because you'll get 100-degree weather, and then you'll get, like, three days of, like, 80-degree weather. And you're like, yay, it's over. And then it's like, nah, bitch, it's August. And then you get another 95 Eighty percent humidity that you can't even breathe. You know what I mean? You're just standing there sweating. <laughs> Some bullshit. Yeah, I see now why you love me undies so much. We don't we don't have that problem this much over here. The humidity over here is not that bad. Yeah, I fucking underwear is very important to me. If you motherfuckers don't have just like the best underwear already, you need to try me undies. It's twenty dollars for a pair, and they are the best things you ever put on your penises and vaginas. It is the most soft underwear I've ever had in my life, and I have been through some draws. Trust me. <laughs> so, okay, I'm assuming back in the day you used to get, like, the five-pack at, like, Walmart or Target or whatever, right? Yeah, Hanes. The Hanes, Hanes right? Bagless, or the Fruit of the Loom or something? Fruit of the Loom. Uh, boxer right, briefs. So, yeah, so how much – is it really three times softer than those? Yes. Okay, but, okay, I don't care about the softness of it. Mm-hmm. I care more about, like, the moisture wicking. It's, like They literally – Suck sweat off of your fucking ball sack like a vacuum cleaner. I believe that. I'm going to have to try that out. So what there is, it is a little weird, and I, I'm just letting you know ahead of time so you're not surprised by it. Like, what it does is very similar to, like, compression shorts or, like, athletic. Like, if you've ever done, like, football or soccer or anything where you've got to wear, like, a cup or some kind of that little spandexy short shit you wear. Uh-huh. 
much like Under Armour, it like it's it wicks the shit off your skin so you don't get like rashy or chafes or anything like that. But it like wicks it and distributes it to like the shorts. So they end up getting wet. You know what I'm saying? But it's like uh-huh. it's not on you. Wait, but then won't that just transfer to my pants or whatever it is I'm wearing? No, I don't think I get that. They're pretty thick. You know, I like them. And it, hey, I tell you what, because my wife didn't like them. So they have this guarantee thing. It's like if you don't like them, they give you your money back and you keep the draws. Yeah. So my wife did that. You know, she bought a pair. She didn't like it. They gave her her fucking $20 back and she kept the underwear. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to try it out. Denise, you want to try some? No, thank you. Okay. Denise says she's fine. She doesn't have a sweaty vagine. So good okay. for you, Denise. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm sweaty. Oh, gross. Like... No, no. Too many details. Too many details. <laughs> Hey man, you know i I can't I can't make you look out for for the uh, the the moisture factor of your private regions, but I can tell you she did enjoy the underwear. She didn't like the waistband. She said they were very comfortable. It's just she didn't wasn't particularly happy about the waistband. So. Is it like real thick or what? It is. It's almost like. Do you remember they used to make like Joe Boxer? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. that real. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like about With a serving all over the place. Yeah, but it's like a three quarter inch wide, like little for the men's draws. Yeah. So yeah. for the women's draws, it's like half that, but it's still like it lays flat, but it's almost like a real thick piece of like stretchy elastic yeah. waistband shit. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what I I saw. I saw the women's underwear and stuff, and a lot of girls don't like that because they like. I don't know. They like to be sexy or <laughs> I don't know. They look like maybe granny panties. They're like basically like little boy 20s, right? But like. No, they have thongs like, too and stuff. Yeah. They do? They do. I, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I never looked. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. They, they've got a couple different styles. I mean, you can, get matching, yeah. you can have matching chonies. Oh. Right. But, but, I love that Jody B knows what chonies are. I love that. It's your chonies. My, uh, my uncle that was in prison, he was Hispanic and, uh, I got to pick up on a few lingos. He he was in there for a while. He would call them the dun the duns. That was his. Oh yeah. Anytime yeah, he yeah. saw skimpy panties, like he would call them the dun duns. <laughs> Wait a minute. How how is it that you have a Hispanic uncle? My grandmother uh, fooled around with a fella while she was married to my grandfather. Okay. Right on. That's, that's how that happens. Well, the story gets kind of he, – he ended up uh, dying, a pretty tragic death. And oh. so I don't know if she was going to run away with the dude or what the plan was, but I know that she fooled around with the dude and then he died. So, yeah. Did she kill him or did her husband kill him? Oh, jeez. I don't know. You never know. Hey, I'm always down to talk about shit like this. I just didn't want to bring the show down. But you know what? It's my fucking show. No, uh <laughs> – he was in a car accident. He was decapitated. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, and uh, I remember seeing like a newspaper article that they had cut out. So I know that it happened. And I think his name was Juan Hernandez. Juan. And my uncle's name is Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he went to prison for like 17 years for rape. Oh, you know, it's weird because like you say allegedly for so long. But then, like, right. as an adult, you know them, and you're just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, yeah, that probably happened. He's definitely institutionalized. And then when he got out, he got real heavy into meth. 
and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, he's been in and out for a long. I don't even know where he's at now. He's had a couple different wives that like he married while he was in prison and then like got out and he was married and then divorced, you know, somewhere along the way. And then he had a kid that got taken away by the state. Like it's just homeboy's a fuck up. Yeah. That's one thing I don't get. Like is the women that marry guys in prison and like without even meeting him, like, they met them when they were already in prison. We were watching some show. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? Like, what are you thinking? But if you want, we can get into that. But I also want to ask is, are like, are there a lot of Mexicans where you're from? We have in like the last 10 years. It seems that the population has definitely jumped. And the only reason I say that is because certain neighborhoods that used to be predominantly black or, you know, like a mix, they're now a lot more heavily Hispanic, like influence. There's a lot more taquerias and, and, you know, trucks and places to cash checks and different little stores. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, you can tell there's a, you start seeing a lot more signage in Spanish. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. just, it is what it is. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's a couple other cities that I've heard are pretty heavily populated with Hispanic folks. Um, there's like up northwest, like around Fayetteville, um, Rogers, like where the uh, Walmart headquarters are, Bentonville, shit like that. There's a, a pretty heavy Hispanic population. I wouldn't know. Like I haven't been there. <laughs> We get around, and then once we get somewhere, we just, like, start banging and popping out a bunch of babies. Hey, I'm down. I'm down with Brown, let me tell you. I'm fucking <laughs> – it's – I was making this point to somebody the other day, and it's it's really funny to me. And I I don't have hate in my heart for anybody. I can tell you all that. Like, I've been around a, a nice mixture of people to where I if I don't like you, it's because you're fucking – you're not a good person. You know what I mean? Like, it's – I don't see color. I don't see – income level like i'll talk to you i'll fucking sweat with you you know and i'll drink a beer with you i don't give a fuck what i can say is members of my family at certain times in my life when i was younger i don't want to say that they were (laughs) i don't want to say that they were like crazy racist right like i never saw anybody in my family like do anything aggressive to a person of color. Like they were always cordial when they were around black folks or Mexicans. Right. Mm-hmm. But they would crack the off color joke and say shit. Oh, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That's anybody. Yeah. So it's weird because you would hear shit like that as a kid. And now as an adult, you think about it and go, that was kind of fucked up. Some of the shit they said, <laughs> but I have this theory and I heard another comedian talk about it lately. It's if it's something that you hate, you know what I'm saying? Like if you have hate in your heart for something, then the world like will just put that in your life just to make you deal with your fucking insecurity or your shit with it, right? Like if you don't like gay people, please believe your kid's gonna be gay or your nephew's gonna be gay. Something you know what I mean? Like it always works out that way. So if I have a kid it's gonna be black. That's right. <laughs> that's what it is. No, no. If you fucking say shit. Well, and so that's my theory. And the funny thing is is when I was a kid, you know, people would throw shit around and say shit, well my family with my generation and the one right before. So like my mom's generation, just in that level of the family tree, you know, we really branched out. 
<laughs> and and my cousin married a, a Mexican girl, and they had like three kids. And then one of my aunts uh, married a black dude, and then fucking had a kid with him. And then my cousin married a black girl and had a baby. So it's like it's funny because like now my family legitimately is like blending. <laughs> so nobody yeah. can really say fucked up shit anymore because it's like, hey, bitch, you know your fucking nephew is Hispanic, right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But how did that work out? Because, I mean, you mentioned that every now and then, you know, you'd have like a little off color joke here and there. So, I mean, how did that work out? And like when I guess they first met this this person that your family was dating or whatever, was it kind of like, oh, hell no. Or was it like shit? Like now we got to watch what we say or I think what happens and this is just my opinion. What I've seen is the person comes in. And then through whatever the, and sometimes it doesn't work. I think this is just how it happens is you kind of throw your little fucking bullshit around. And if, if both people can, can find a way, you know, to just get past their shit, then sometimes it works out. You know, you may call him fucking whatever here and there, crack little off color jokes, and then he shoots them right back at you. Like, I think joking is the best way to handle it. And my family's always been ball busters. So I think it usually works out okay. Oh, good. Very nice. Yeah, it's nice. I want to bring something up. Like, sure, you, go ahead. Like, I don't know the population over there. I mean, you said that it's increasingly it's, it's getting like, mixed now. It's getting, getting mixed, mixed now. But uh, I don't know. I like to talk about this. I'm so like sure, weird and racist. But no, like, get it. Come on. Do you see like a lot of like white power, like white supremacists? Yeah. No. Um. So. Let me tell you what I've seen a lot of lately, and it bothers me, but not to the point that I'm going to say anything because it's – I know the people that are doing it, and it's not my place. They need to get what they deserve, and when they run into that person, that's going to be a good time. I hope I'm there to see it. <laughs> I've seen a lot more rebel flags lately mm, in, okay. in the back of pickup trucks. Yeah. And on cars, I saw a rebel flag on a Datsun, like a little two-door hatchback car. Yeah. It was on the top, like Dukes of Hazard style, but it was like duct taped. <laughs> like, people get really weird about that flag. And it's like, down here, the way I see it is, if you're going to be racist, be racist. Be open about it. You know what I'm saying? So you are opinionated about whatever you believe, and then you give that other person their opinion, their option to be however they want to be back at you. Just don't be fake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to the 70-year-old man that's had that rebel flag in his truck for the last 20 years, all right, dude, whatever. The ones I can't stand are the fucking 28-year-old kids, the boys and the younger people that are putting them in their trucks and then you're pretty much asking for a problem yeah and then when somebody says something to you you want to be passive aggressive about it and go well, I, uh you know uh i was just no motherfucker <laughs> like you're looking for a problem and it yeah, yeah yeah that's why i never put anything controversial on anything or anything because it's like dude i don't want to deal with people coming up to me and being like oh what the fuck like you're you're into that shit you know because it's like i don't i don't I don't have the time. I don't want to deal with it. I don't, I just, you know, it's like, it's not worth it. It's not worth my time. And, uh, and yeah. And, but I'll say this. I have people that throw the N word at me a lot more than I like. So, I mean, I'm not going to say that I've ever been to a Klan rally. Uh, I think we pulled up on one, one time on accident. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, 
Just like, hey, what's going on here? What's all the burning crosses yeah. all over the place? What the fuck? The yeah. hoods? Is it a party? You having a bonfire? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Denise, I don't know if you've listened to any of the episodes, but um, my buddy Papa Wright, we were talking in one about this place called Harrison that's here in Arkansas. And uh, it's like a known organization operation place for the KKK. I've never listened, to be honest. Denise <laughs> doesn't listen to other podcasts. I don't listen to other podcasts. She doesn't listen to anything. I won't even listen to my own podcast anymore. <laughs> I haven't listened to yours yet. I'm going to have to check it out. You know, I've got so fucking many now. Like, Jesus, I'm running out of space. Yeah, you know, and that's that's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult when you start podcasting because then it's like, oh, well, I, and I think you touched on it once before where you feel kind of like, well, you got to give everybody else like a courtesy listen if you're expecting them to listen to your show. Yeah. And, and I, I used to be the same way, and, and to a certain extent, I still am. But then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, there's just like way too many, and a lot of them are the same. And I already have a show that kind of fills what you're doing, mm-hmm. and you didn't get me like within the first like episode that I listened to. <laughs> so like, sorry, but I already got you know my people that do something similar to that. Um, so yeah, so I, I kind of feel that way now. So I, I've learned to deal with it in that way. But but yeah, anyways, Denise, I think you had another question about. Oh, no. Well, I was just going to say, I don't think that Jody has another mascot podcast that he listens to. And if you just listen to one, that's it. Like, you don't have to listen to any other ones because they're all individual. Yeah, they're all exactly the same. Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) But they're all. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much ask the same questions and it's a different person every time. So they're really not connected unless you listen to the end, which is me ranting. So I will listen to you rant. I like it when you go off on the show. You guys have a good dynamic. It really cracks me up. I enjoy your program. Oh no, I'm not on that show. I'm not on the mascot show. That's yeah, all. That's I'm talking me. about. I'm talking about with y'all together. So I, I'm going to listen to your show. I, I'll go look that shit up. I've got your sticker too. Thank y'all for sending me though. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sent you a little, a little, a little something, some you know care package. You know what I'm saying? With some stickers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, did you? Did you so have no, another question? Well, Okay, Jody B, is it what like ethnicity or whatever is your wife? She's white, white, and white. <laughs> her 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 uh, maiden name is Wallace, so I'm assuming that her father actually like I joke around about it, but like William Wallace, like Braveheart Wallace. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if there's a connection, but you know how everybody's like related to people way back, so maybe some off way. Yeah, I, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's all white over there. I think we have Indian, like Native American somewhere in the bloodline, but it's a few generations removed now. Like my great grandma was kind of like she had uh, like a darker complexion and she had like really high cheekbones, you know, and really dark hair. So I think she was at least an eighth, you know, mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of those around here. You know, uh, like Native American Indian, it's just not, not very popular. So she kind of stuck out. <laughs> it's funny. Well, like, I don't know. I was just wondering. I don't know why this came to mind. Well, because we were talking about race, and race is something that like I'm always interested in. And I'm not racist or whatever. I make a lot of jokes, but like, no, I talk I about it too. I don't. That's if you should listen to a couple episodes, especially the ones me and Papa Wright do, because Papa Wright's black. He's my best friend. So, like, we have situations where we talk about things and just try to get a different perspective of it. We've talked about the riots that w- that happened, um, you know, all that shit that was happening in Charlottesburg. Charlottesburg? Charlottesville. 
Charlottesville. <laughs> Shit, my bad. <laughs> like my Meg likes to say Charlottesville. Oh, Charlottesville. <laughs> Charlottesville. He's Charlottesville, man. Yeah. I heard a funny thing the other day. Um, somebody was talking about. Have you ever heard somebody pronounce Arkansas? They say Arkansas. You know, no, I've I've never I've never actually heard somebody say that. But I remember back when I first came to this uh, country, <laughs> I saw it on a map, and I was like, "Oh, that's Arkansas." And then I was like, "But where's Arkansas?" Because you know, you I think it was around the time that Bill Clinton was president, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Wait, but he's from Arkansas. Like, where is that on the map? Like, I don't find that anywhere." And then yeah, anyways, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> it's funny because somebody was said it the other day, and my brother-in-law was here, and uh, he said, "No, nah, because we were a state first. Then I go, "We were a state first. Fuck Kansas. <laughs> so they took our name, you bitch." Yeah, I found out yeah. that it's from I a, it the other way. It's from a Native American tribe, uh, the Kinsaw tribe. So there mm-hmm. you go. Kansas, Learned something Kinsaw. every day. To me. Yeah, it's French. Are there any like reservations in Arkansas? We don't have reservations. We have a couple um, like burial grounds. You know, there's a Toltec Mounds is here. And I think there might be another one. We've got a lot of weird like nature shit here. You know, we're the natural state. That's our fucking our credo or whatever. But um, we've got some pretty cool like caves. We've got a certain section of like the Ozark Mountains that's really pretty. You go up there and. Uh, yeah, man. If you like to take pictures or you like looking at trees, you know, and, and mountains and shit like that, it's pretty cool. Uh, I've, That's I've, my pastime. Sometimes I just sit out here in the backyard. And I'm just like, love that tree. That's a good looking tree right there. <laughs> you know, I would wonder from being with being in California, like I know up north, you guys probably have some pretty green shit going on. But I bet if you're in the city, you don't see a lot of trees, huh? No, we don't. We see a lot of palm trees that just like they just planted like on the sidewalk. Yeah. And uh, so we see a lot of those. Uh, we'll see, like, yeah, there, there's, like, random trees and stuff. But, yeah, if you go up north, you get a lot of those redwoods and, like, the really humongous trees and all that. Um, yeah. Yeah, down here, it's not it's not as nature-y. Although there are certain places where you can go to a couple of trailheads and go on some pretty nice hikes. And, and you do kind of get lost in there. And it, it's pretty cool to kind of be like, whoa, I'm, like, in a canyon right now and just, like, just over the hills, like the freeway or something, you know what I mean? So that's always fun. Uh, Denise and I used to do a lot more hiking back in the day, but not so much anymore. Kind of sad, but it is what it is. We have a lot of like places to go, and then you park your car, and you can hike anywhere from like a half a mile to like five or ten miles into the woods, and then you'll get all kinds of scenery. There's uh, a really popular river for like canoeing and shit. And uh, I think like the Boy Scouts here, like in the state, are pretty popular. And then like every year they go up there, and there's like this big ass. Uh, let's all go float down the Buffalo River, you know. So they go up there, and they're tubes and shit, and it's like this big ordeal. Oh, like a like a natural lazy river. It is. That's what I, I haven't got to do it myself because I sunburn real easy, <laughs> and I just I've never had a tan. I just burn and burn. And so, basically, you sit in a fucking inner tube and just float for yeah. an hour and a half to three hours, depending on which you know which way you go. And I'm just like, bro, it sounds yeah, but- fun, but I don't know. Like, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a whole day, you know, and I'm probably going to get sunburnt and drunk. So, 
haven't made, haven't bellied up to that task yet, but I think it is coming. I'm happy. You know, I, I think it's a dad thing. So it's one. Yeah, of the- that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Now, now that you have your boy, I mean, yeah, yeah for sure. Once he gets older, I'm sure you're going to start doing a lot of those kind of things. Right. <sighs> I'm looking forward to it, man. This, this, I was just talking about it with, uh, with C flow with motherfucking C flow. I'm uh, I'm ready for more of the interactive stuff. I'm ready for my little sidekick because we're still in like the the very chore related aspect of having a kid, and uh, it gets pretty pretty old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the part that I like. I I wouldn't look forward to if if, if you know I had a kid or something because it would be like yeah, like that that whole like what is it like the first two or three years. Where it's just kind of like, oh, okay, fine. Like, make sure they don't kill themselves. Make sure they don't die. Make sure you don't like accidentally drop them or something. And the feeding and changing and the this and the that. Yeah, I don't know. I would just be looking forward to that time where it's like, yeah, where like you could do stuff with them. I guess yeah, like what you're saying. Yeah. But you can't even swim. Well, I would learn just so that I could like go swimming with them. Like, I hey, really buddy, that, but... you want to go swimming? And be like, yes. Jody B, do you know how to swim? I do. Oh, nice. You know, I never learned. You know how I was taught? They just threw you in the pool? That's it. No, it was a lake. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember this one time. Uh, we were at a, at a party, and they happened to have a pool, and I was there with my uncle, and, like, you know, the whole family was there. And then, yeah, like, you know, my uncle was like, oh, you guys are going to learn how to swim. You guys are going to learn how to swim, right? And my cousins already sort of knew, but I was kind of like, nah, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, right? And then, so yeah, he basically just threw me in the deep end, and he was like, "There you go, you're gonna learn now." And I, was, I still didn't learn. Yeah. Did you drown? They have to save you. No, 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 no. I kind of like just did whatever I thought was natural, and like got to the edge of the pool, and I just like held on right there. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> you like instinctually will dog paddle enough to keep your fucking head above water, but right. Uh, <laughs> that's basically what happened. Yeah. I think if you're really muscly, you'll sink. Like, it's oh, yeah. a problem, problem, you know, so if you were like a bodybuilder and you didn't know how to swim, like The Rock, if he didn't know how to swim and he fell into a pool, he'd probably be fucked. Oh, yeah, for sure. That dude's like <laughs> solid. He just like sinks straight to the bottom. So ridiculous. My wife says that's her baby daddy. Oh, shit. Is that right? She's got a <laughs> thing for old Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dude, can't even be mad too- at her, man. <laughs> This is, well, I don't know. I feel like he's a little too exaggerated nowadays. It's hey, like, I don't know. Here, watch this. He's a really cool no, dude. No, no, like, no, from no. when you see him posting on social media and all that stuff, you're like, all right, you seem like a decent enough human being. But then, um, I don't know. Sometimes I see some of the stuff he posts and I'm like, how much of that is just you just putting it on so that, you know, people think you're like this really nice guy. But, you know, how many years until you blow up on somebody? Because nobody's that happy all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, here, watch this. Hey, Denise. What? What do you think about The Rock? Uh, he's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah Denise is not into like big buff dudes. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I like sexy guys. <laughs> like, like he's not my type at all. Like, I don't know. It's not the usual answer that I get when I ask people about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's a cool person. I think he gives back and stuff. But I like. I think he he if he came from like. Like his poor story or whatever he talks about and his mom and stuff, you know, like buying her house and all that. I've seen all that stuff because they were like dirt poor and all that. And like, I think like he just took it for a positive and he's 
grateful. Like you may not like traffic or whatever, but I don't what? think he's huh. No, 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 like keep going. It was, well, the thing that Danny Zoller said or whatever. So like someone else that we said like who was going through cancer and stuff. He was like, it just changes your perspective. Like, am I going to be happy to see traffic? No, but you know, I'm going to be grateful for all the other things that I have. And like, I think that's something that Rod doesn't get. Like Rod just like oh, freaking has like a stick up his ass most of the time. Jesus so. Christ! Why? Are we- <laughs> like I don't think you get it or whatever. I get like, it. And I like, you think you would coming from Mexico and Mexico. like Mexico being poor, like having nothing and like, but nah, he just still complains all the time. I get it. It's just you know you get stuck in these in these routines and in these things, and then yeah, you you take you start taking things for granted and stuff. That that that's a natural thing that happens, I guess. Yeah. Um. Dude, y'all y'all been together for a long time, so I'm sure you guys have probably had a few more. Like me and my wife have been together since 2009. So what is that? That's almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. We've hit some spots, and to be honest with you, like the way I grew up, like because it was so sporadic, and because I really didn't get um, stable until I met my wife. I've kind of just, I've gotten stuck in the spot where I'm just kind of like, well, I guess this is just what we're going to do for a while. Like we're paying bills right now, which is good. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. But I mean, Mm -hmm. like for the next five years, it's just, I'm literally going to do the same shit every day. I'm going to try to take some vacation time and hang out with my family. But for the most part, Monday through Friday for the next four or five years i'm just gonna work every day like every other day and it's just gonna be what we do for a while (laughs) and that kind of sucks so i bitch about that (laughs) but i know that ultimately like we're working towards something so hopefully that happens but yeah i get pretty crabby i'm sure my wife would have something to say about it i'm gonna have to get mrs jody b on here one time for a conversation (laughs) should tell y'all some things about me (laughs) yeah yeah, I I would like to hear that episode. I would listen to that episode. <laughs> I don't know. And then, okay, I'm so tired of those people that, like, freaking message me and are like, oh, like, listen to my podcast because, like, it's a married podcast and there's not a lot out there. And I was like, bro, like, are you stupid? Like, because every other podcast that I listen to is, like, Married I thought you don't listen to any podcast. I mean, or that I know of, or that I used to listen to at some point. And I was like, like, whatever, like, I don't care. I like listen to my podcast. I don't listen to podcasts anymore. But I'm like, yeah, like, you just need to get out there because there are a ton of freaking like married podcasts out there. So if you started up, uh, how was your week? <laughs> Sunshine. I guess that is too. I was Go- going to say, I only know of one with the Milroys. Oh no, there's a few. There's a few. There's the Milroys, and then there's. Well, like uh, I listen to your mom's house. That's him and his wife, Tom Segura and his wife. But like, yeah, you. I think me and my wife would be okay. The problem is, is like, I think that sometimes we go off like we're so much alike on some things, and then we're so different some days. Like it's really weird. We we balance each other out, but some days we just don't fucking hit on the same mark you know and it's those days are kind of bumpy yeah well i mean but that that that's gonna happen right with anything like you're not yeah that's i think that's normal that's not a big deal but i don't know if you want to save this for when you have your wife on the show but i'm just 
interested in, in kind of knowing how you guys met and all that stuff. I don't know if you want to talk about that now. Oh, no, that's I, fine. I, that's yeah. I can tell you how that happened. We were just talking about it the other day. Our an, uh, anniversary is coming up. Oh, well, there you go. Happy anniversary. So I was with Papa Wright. It was his birthday at Benihana. Hey, oh. Yeah. Oh, I said, hey, you guys have Benihana over there? Oh, <laughs> shut up. We have a Benihana. I we do. Um, it's the only I one in the state. Him. So, yeah, it's the, we have one <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> We just got a Dave and Buster, y'all. Like we're, you'd be proud of us. We're moving on oh, up. Shit. Damn. Yeah, Dave no, that's going out of style over here, bro. Dave and Buster's, <laughs> and we got a fucking a Bass Pro Shop. So yeah, we're moving up, man. Oh no, we don't have a. Oh, we do, but it's <laughs> anyways. Keep going, keep going. So we're. Uh, I was with uh, the woman before my wife. Her name was Joe. Um, I was with her for four years, and we met at my job. She was forty, and I was eighteen when we met. Yep. So, well, when we met, it was a little before eighteen, and we didn't start fooling around until obviously I was legal. <laughs> but sure. I, I was with well, her for four years. We'll take that, you know. I was with her for four years, and I was with her when I met my wife. Like we were together, and my my Papa Wright invited me to the birthday, and I said, "Cool, who all is going to be there?" And he said, "Oh, you know these people." And then he said, "My wife, Mandy." I said, who's that? And she was like, oh, this is a chick that uh, another <laughs> another friend of ours, she used to date, you know. But Chris and my wife are both 36, so they're a little bit older than me. So that's their circle. I just was on the outskirt. I knew these people, but I never really hung out with them. And uh, so, yeah, man, we went to dinner, and she showed up. And I saw her when she walked in. It was crazy, like uh, – She's pretty tall for a chick, so she sticks out. You know, like when she came in, she was carrying a cake, and she was wearing a sweater, and she has really bright red hair. Oh, okay, yeah. She, she kind of looks like... Natural bright red hair? No. No, 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 no. Okay. Redhead chicks are crazy. She sells it, though, because she does have a very kind of pale complexion, and she has really oh. bright blue eyes mm-hmm. and freckles. So she dyes her hair, and she looks like a natural redhead. It's pretty funny. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. her hair color that she normally keeps, I love it. But she, it's like Mary Jane from Spider Man, like it's bright red. Yeah. So you know, I saw her walk in, and I, I said, "Tap my buddy." I said, "Is that her?" And he was like, "Yep." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Ah, uh, fucking Jody. Mm-hmm. See, I had had some troubles with infidelity before with mm-hmm. my previous, and so I was like, "Well, this is going to be a problem." <laughs> oh shit so my birthday and chris's birthday are a week apart like seven days to the to the t and Mm -hmm. uh so we had dinner that thursday i met mandy and throughout the night i kept my distance like i was just i knew that if i said more than two sentences to her i was gonna have to answer for that shit in the car (laughs) you know what i'm saying so i was like get the fuck away from me bitch (laughs) what i didn't know is apparently Papa Wright's wife had been kind of on the down low talking to Mandy because she was going through a divorce at the time saying like, hey, you know, fucking Jody B, you know, he y'all would be cool because she didn't like the fact that I was dating a woman that was that old. She thought it was weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe at that point it wasn't that bad, but you got to think when, you know, how old are you now? Like 30? 30. Yeah. Yeah. So she'd be 50 right now, right? Is that how math works? She's the same age as my mom. So she was born in 69. So uh, 48. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's almost 20 years. Yeah, I know. I said 20 years. So no, said, you didn't. You said, said 30. 10. I said 50. Mm-hmm. I said 50, bro. Anyway. Close I'm to 50. Well, no. So that was the deal is I, I went home and for a couple of days, I just, I, it was, I couldn't stop thinking about her. Mm-hmm. I knew something was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I knew it. I was like, God damn it. I'm done. You know? Yeah. yeah. And instead of trying to be on the sly, like I had in the past, I just kind of had a, a moment where I was just like, all right, I need to fucking have this conversation with her. It had been a few months coming. You know what I mean? Like we were really after the last time I had fucked around. I don't think we ever like really kind of came back from that. Mm-hmm. But like at the time I didn't have anywhere else to go. So it was kind of like that was the living arrangement, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, like a week later I woke up on my 22nd birthday and, uh, I basically told her that I was done and that, you know, we weren't happy. And so that this shit was pretty much over. I called into work. I packed all my shit in my car and I drove it to my aunt's house. And then I stayed on Papa Wright's couch for a couple of weeks. There you go. But that night, Mandy came over, and we hung out till like three o'clock in the morning, just talking, and did it again for like the next couple of days. She was in between jobs at the time, so it was cool. We had like a week there where we spent a lot of time together, just talking and shit, and you know, stuff heated up pretty quick. So it's just, it is what it is, man. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. shit, it went down in the DMs. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Text messaging was such a wonderful tool, man. <laughs> Wait, did you have a camera phone back then? No, I don't think so. I think maybe, but like that was back when when you would accidentally hit the internet button on your phone, you would hit the fucking exit and be like, "No, motherfucker, get out of here! Get out of here! It's gonna cost me fifty bucks." Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's okay. So you mentioned she was married once before, but she didn't have any children with that guy, or no? Um, I think they tried. I don't know, Mm. like trying, they were in kind of a weird spot. I think my wife was just, you know, had always been like, you got to get married and then you have kids and it's just, that's the progression. She comes from a pretty upstanding family. Like she's got some rich folks in her family and her parents, they did pretty good. You know, they're, they own their own business and they're starting to make money finally. And it's, we'll call it middle class. Mm -hmm. But I know that her dad who passed away when she was a teenager, um, he wasn't a very present, so I know that you know her mom was a single mom for a while with her and her sister, and then she married the stepdad, and then they were teenagers when they got married, and then they had a kid. So yeah, when he came into the picture, they they kind of started moving a little higher up on the hog, if you will. He's mm. good. He's a really good guy too. And then she's got a really cool little brother. I think he listens to the show. He might be lying to me. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I listen to the show all the time. They do a really good job. It's really cool because, like, I didn't have a very good family, like, compass. Like, I didn't know how a, a real family was supposed to operate. And so the first couple of years of being around them, it was really strange. You know what I mean? Like, just having people that, that actually care and ask you know, shit, buy you things and presents and tell you happy birthday like it's weird but yeah i've been around long enough now that i realize that they also have their fucking issues that are just as bad as my family in some cases like just you know 
Some of them really aren't good at communicating. There's a few fuck-ups in their family, too. You know, it's just, it's funny to see kind of both sides of the spectrum and just know that everybody kind of has the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's that's just natural with human beings in general, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's going to, not everybody's going to get along all the time, and there's going to be people, different people are going to rub everybody the, you know, the wrong way every now and then. So, yeah, like... Yeah, no matter how perfect you think it's, and especially when you come from families that maybe you're like, oh man, my family was so fucked up, and then you see another family where like maybe they're a little more discreet, and so they don't let a lot of that stuff show, and you're like, man, you guys have like this freaking perfect family, and then maybe the more you get to know them, you're like, oh wait a minute, yeah, there's some fucked up shit going on here too. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just how different people deal with different things. You know, some are, are a little more open about just like yelling in, at each other in front of company, and then others are like, all right. When they leave, we're, we're going to talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. it. Like, to a T. It's some of them, you know, my family would just get drunk and start fucking punching each other. <laughs> and, you know, flip cars and get in scuffles and call each other bitches and cunts and shit like that. But, like, her family, they just get drunk and then don't talk about shit. And then, like, two <laughs> years later, when it's like, this bitch still ain't called me. It's like, well, all you had to do is apologize. I mean you were kind of being an asshole you know it's yeah. it's shit like that and it's funny to me because it's just like oh well <laughs> you guys you have the same problems <laughs> yeah it's weird just to see that even when you think it would be like the greenest of grass you know grass is always greener like this this should be the greenest grass that you could find and it's still got its fucking brown spots huh Ours, ours is kind of um, yellow just because like our dogs piss all over it. Dogs I'm like, God damn it, dude. You're all over the grass. <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, man. I'm trying yeah. to grow grass right now. It's, it's a project. Well, but see, I feel like, okay, you guys get pretty decent amount of rain, right? Yeah, we get a lot. Yeah, see, over here it's like ridiculous. It's like grass is not supposed to grow down here in, in the deserts in California. You know what I mean? And so everybody that has like a lawn and all that. Lately, well, especially last year with the drought and all that, it was like, oh, okay, you can only water your lawn because we got to water it ourselves out here because, yeah, there's like no rain. If you don't water it, it's just going to die in like a month. And uh, and yeah, so they were like, oh, yeah, you can only water it like once a, a week. And so it was kind of like, oh, it's going to die. And then, yeah, but anyway, it's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> no, actually, it's you guys had were talking on the episode the other day. I don't remember which one it was, but y'all were talking about bills. <laughs> You motherfuckers don't have AC in your house? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I think that was on... Yeah, that was with Meg. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and we're actually going to have a heat wave coming up. uh, No, sir. Start today, but it didn't really get too bad today. But it's supposed to go through till Tuesday, I think. It's going to get like up in the triple digits, as they like to say. <laughs> if you and had so- a house here that didn't have air conditioning, it would probably depreciate the value of that home by $50,000 at least. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, no, we're not, we're not buying that house. Fuck like, this place. It gets so hot here in the summertime, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's getting pretty unbearable over here too, where I think, I don't know, in the near future, it might be like, all right, like you seriously need to invest in like central air. Cause otherwise you, you're just not, yeah, like, what are you doing with yourself? Like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, because it, it's pretty bad. So, like, dude, we'll be sitting here, and, like, I'll just be, like, sweating, just, like, watching TV, and it's gross. Yeah, pretty bad. So, uh, 
Let's listen. You motherfuckers, y'all were so late getting your episode out. Shame on y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it came out real late. <laughs> I liked it, though. I like the fucking getting hammered party podcast. That's fun. Yeah, we, we have one of those maybe like every 100 episodes or something, right? Maybe. Yeah. No, actually, maybe less. Maybe every 50 or so. I don't know. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, the truth comes out. So oh, I was say, did, I, did the bottom finally fall out of Divorce Party 2017, or are we still on that, Denise? <laughs> oh, still yeah. on that, yeah. Divorce Party 2017. <laughs> Divorce Party. I've always I've told, hey. about it and everything. Oh, God. <laughs> don't get me started. Okay, so for people that are not familiar with Denise and don't follow her on social media, like, she does this. Okay. So she plays a little bit of guitar, you know, she's not like an expert by any means, but you know, she messes with it. She's, she's, she's capable enough, I guess, that she could put a little song together, but she does this thing where she just writes like the most depressing songs ever (laughs) and they all sound the same and she's just like, I fucked up my life or something dumb like that. I think it goes, Rod fucked up my life. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my face. Fucked. Yeah, and then and, and she posted on Instagram and like I don't know where else, and then she'll be like, "Oh, did you listen to my song?" And I'm like, "No, dude, I don't listen to that stuff. Like, what's wrong with you?" And she's like, "Oh, I wanted you to tell me if you thought it, it was good, if it sounded good." And I was like, "No, I'm pretty sure it sounds just like all the other depressing songs that you write." She's expressing and, uh, herself, right? I, I started playing open mics now, so it's oh yeah, it's out there for the world. Yeah, like, the ten people that show up. By the way, Jody B, I know, I know you've been doing open mics, like stand-up open mics and stuff like that, and uh, and you you included a little clip at the end of um, last week's episode, I guess. Now I did, and uh, and so I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. So I don't know, I feel like maybe you and Denise can talk a little bit about just because see, I don't have that in me, right? Like, I'll, I'll I have a drum set which I suck at playing, and I pl- I've played it, I've had it for a little over a year now. I kid you not, I can probably count in one hand the number. No, 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 in two hands. The number of times that like I've sat down and like try to like practice or like jam with other people and stuff. And so, yeah, like, but anyway, even if I, if I were a little bit more dedicated to the instrument and, you know, did all that, I still don't have the urge in me to get in front of people and play, you know what I mean? Which is kind of weird because it's like, well, why do you have a, like, I mean, I guess it's like, I do a podcast, I do a podcast, right? Yeah. But I feel like that's different. That's not like live people in front of my face, you know what I mean? And so Denise she's been doing open mics and you know, I'm, I'm very supportive. We go every time and I, I try to show my support and do all this and do all that. But I see her up there and it's like borderline painful. Cause like she'll just get the shakes and she'll just like keep messing up. And I'm just yeah. <laughs> in my head. I'm like, why do you do this? If it looks like the most painful, uncomfortable thing that you're doing right now. So yeah, I don't know if you guys want to like talk about that urge to just want to get in front of people and either tell jokes or play a song that you wrote that's super personal yeah i don't know i'll people let you guys talk it's personal uh, yeah it's for i mean yeah unless you're you doing sh- a cover song <laughs> yeah it, it, if you were like, playing sure, you if you were playing like, pearl jam just- on stage then they would be like okay well that's pearl jam and then but you're playing like Rod fucked up my life. <laughs> like, like I wonder if her husband's name is Rod. <laughs> I know. It's like I'm I'm the guy back there, like recording this thing, and they're like, "Is that song about you?" No, that that must not be about you, because you're here, like you're being supportive. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, I don't know. You guys can talk about that. I I want I want to let you guys share your thoughts on that. Oh, well, first of all, I've done like three, so I'm not gonna get the big head. Uh, <laughs> it's weird, man. Like. 
I've always enjoyed making people laugh. And I thought about it when I was younger, like wanting to do stand-up comedy. But like I hadn't done anything. I just had fucked up shit happen to me. So there really wasn't... And I wasn't ready to talk about things either. So like it's... I think with tragedy comes comedy. You know what I mean? Like there's supposed to be that connection, but I think it's time. So I had to wait till I got old enough to really make sense out of some of it or to even be able to recall it in a way that I could say, oh, this was what happened, what was going on in the grand scheme, and it was all fucked up. So um, I know that between that, like having all those stories of my childhood and then having like customer service related jobs for forever, you know, I enjoy like meeting strangers and making them <laughs> laugh. Like it's something that I really enjoy doing. And I've tried doing it a lot just with different customers. So, but you know, when I was doing pest control, I'd see 10 different people a day. So maybe it's a funny story I've been thinking about or something. I would just every house, I'd be like, so I'm driving down the road. Right. And I would just tell them the story and I would see what they, if they laughed or if they didn't, then I would know, well, I need to change this, you know? So it's like you bomb sometimes, you know, you tell something and they're just like, all right, well, that's cool. And you're like, well, fuck, I didn't, (laughs) I didn't do that. Right. Yeah. But that's basically like that little snippet would be a story. Like I would tell at work. You know, I'm sorry, just anything else. I got just sitting there going like, hey, guys, you ever like that's just it's, you know, so I figure why not do it in front of people where somebody else could get amusement out of it than just the four or five people that I make laugh, you know, in an office space, because maybe somebody will find, you know, some kind of solace out of it. I think that's why I listen to podcasts with comedians like Joey Diaz and people that had really fucked up lives you hear their struggle and how they came out on the other side and you're like, yeah. So then I think maybe if I could help by passing my shit on, then, you know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I get that. I get that. It's like, yeah, maybe somebody, yeah. I mean, I'm, I do this horrible thing where I repeat what somebody just said, but yeah, no, I get exactly what you said. So anyway, so Denise, what, what's what, what's what is that? How is that not exactly like why I do the same thing? It's, <laughs> oh, I, yes. I yeah, created right. this song. I, I painted a big picture. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? I didn't hear him. Wait, Jody, wait, what did you say? I said I painted a broad picture. I mean, yeah, that could be anybody else's thing. He's like, you know, I'm just trying to express myself. Just <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, yep, that's exactly what I'm doing, man. Uh, so it, no, but like seriously, it's like I mean, I'm. I think my mic thing is falling, or maybe I set up. I don't know. I'm trying to talk into like. Anyways, uh, so I produced this thing. I I can't fit the whole thing on Instagram because it only gives me one Whoa. one minute. Okay, and I've only to be fair, I've only done like uh four, three or four open mics or whatever, and three recently, and. It's like, yeah, like you produce this thing, you feel like it's okay. And like, yeah, there's some growth in performing live because that's just totally like I shake and stuff. That's hard, man. Like that's hard to put something out there. And every time someone's asked, besides the Taco Man song, because I have this Taco Man song, like I've I've said like, oh, yeah, like it's just inspired by Grey's Anatomy or whatever. But <laughs> when like when my Taco Man song, like I joked around because it was like, oh, like I fell in love with the Taco Man song. Like I, I said, oh, yeah, a true story or whatever. And the guy was like, what? Like just to mess with him or whatever. But anyways, like, I don't know, like you're hoping like you put that thing out there 
And if you perform it well, you know, or once I start performing well, like <laughs> someone will relate to it and be like, oh shit, like, like I'm not alone. That's the whole reason people make music, people listen to music so that you know that like you're not alone, like, and you make connections. Like, I don't know. I feel like, like music connects people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like I read it off fucking Wikipedia. It's like, what it is to be an artist? You want to move people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, I, I mean, wanna, it, I'd like, or why else am I writing this? I mean, yeah, it's an outlet, but at the same time, like, if, I don't know. Why do you put out podcasts, Rod? Like, why do you feel the need? Like, why do you feel people want to hear you talk? Like, <laughs> No, 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 no. Like, I've said it before. Like, if nobody listened to the LPP, like, I would still do it just because, well, no, we need people. We need people to send in songs, but <laughs> people send in but, money. They take money, credit cards, checks, uh, yeah. money orders. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, well, I think we've talked about it because it's like kind of like that whole thing where, um, and um, Jody, you, you and Seaflo kind of touched on it, where it's kind of like you want to hear other people's perspective on why they like a certain song because that passion that they have for that type of music will make you want to get into it. You know what I mean? Kind of like Jody B when he sends in all his like country songs and stuff. And he always had, and that, that's the thing that, and that's the, that's sort of what we try to push on the show where we tell people, go ahead and send in your song. It's cool if it doesn't fit the theme exactly how it should, but as long as you tell us why you chose it, or if there's a like funny little story that goes along with it, that's nope. totally fine. No. Right? No. And sometimes we get that. Sometimes nope. we don't. <laughs> Sometimes we get dumb requests. I'm with Denise. No, I'm with Denise. If you don't stay in the criteria, fuck your song. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Drop the hammer. Yeah. It's not that hard, you son of a bitch. You pick the song. If I, if I had access to the LPB and like I... Because I know What do you mean sure, you have access? No, on Facebook. You I don't have, have access No, to I don't. Like, oh, like okay. to manage the page or whatever. Oh, okay. Like, and I know Rod won't check it till later. So if I found a song that I didn't... That didn't fit. I would totally delete it. Before. I <laughs> even saw it. Like, Get this shit out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, funny. I love your show. Like that's about the only music I listen to anymore is on there. You know, so that's I appreciate it because I I got kind of tired of listening to new music. So I like hearing other people's recommendations. And sometimes y'all will show me some cool shit that I didn't even know about. Like the other day with that amigo the devil shit. Like that was cool, man. I that oh, I had never man. even heard of that dude. We're in love with that guy, man. I am. <laughs> Calm down, Denise. Keep it in your pants. No, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, it's really cool. And and yeah, and I feel like a lot of times you could tell somebody like, oh man, this song's really cool. Check it out. And they might be like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care for it. But yeah, when you kind of give them a little backstory of why this song is important to you, and and um, I don't know, I don't know if you were listening to the show back when um, Moksha and Jesse would send in their songs. They they had a they still have a website, um, audiobonsai.com, but they used to have a podcast that was associated with it. And basically, the the whole way that their show worked was they would kind of listen to all the new, re- well, about 60 to 70 new release, uh, new releases every week, right? And then they would put together like their top 10 and then they would put those together and then every episode was like the top 10 list, right? And their whole mantra thing was we like to listen to every song as if it was somebody's like favorite song, you know what I mean? And that makes perfect sense because it's like, yeah, once when, when it's somebody's favorite song and obviously it's like if I don't like you, it's like I don't give a fuck what your favorite song is. <laughs> but if it's, you know, if it's a friend or somebody that you, that you, 
you know, that you have a, a somewhat of a relationship with, then it's like, hey, yeah, man, like if that's your favorite song, I want to know why that's your favorite song. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, and then that'll make you like it. You know, it's like when you put together that playlist for me of, of um, Garth Brooks and you were like, here, man, this is like the make it or break it Garth Brooks set list. Yeah. Like download these, burn a CD. And like, I was like, all right, obviously Jody B like put some time and effort into like curating these 10 songs. I'm gonna friggin' give it an honest listen and you know, I'm gonna check it out. And honestly, like if it had been anybody else, if some if I just found this random ass Garth Brooks CD in the street somewhere, I'd be like, fuck this shit, I don't want it. But it was like, no, this you is Jody B. Spit on it. <laughs> you would have thrown it on the ground and been like, what is this shit? That's <laughs> right. So I'd be like, fuck this, shit. I don't want this shit. Uh, but no, it was like, dude, this is Jody B. This is like a dude that I've gotten to know through the podcast over I don't know how many months it's been, maybe it's been a year already. And, um, it's and been, yeah, I was like, nah, Damn. and he put time and effort into it. And, you know, there's been a couple of other listeners on, on the show that have shared playlists that they've put together and they've been like, oh, here, if you, if you want to check out more music, like related to the song that I sent you this week, like check out this playlist. And I'll be like, oh, for sure. And, and yeah, it's like, because there's that personal connection, you listen with a, with a different ear, I guess, and you're, you're more receptive to it. And, and so, yeah, that's why I love that, like Garth Brooks CD that I burned because it's like, hell yeah, dude, this is a, Number one, there's a lot of jams in there. And number two, it's like, dude, it's like fucking Jody B's jams. Hell yeah, man. So, yeah. Dude. Anyway, I don't even know how we got there, but yeah. I have a, <laughs> I have a VHS tape of me, like five years old, singing Garth Brooks songs on a waterbed, like with a piece of plywood like laid across it. I think my grandma was trying to get me on America's Funniest Home Videos to make like okay. some, some boo-boo cash, you know what I'm saying? Just... Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's a concert like on VHS tape that I had watched. And so like, I knew all the song kind of, I was a little kid, so I didn't know all the words. So that's what's right. funny about it is I fuck up some of the words. And then at one point I say, I got to take a piss. Like I jump down off the bed <laughs> and, uh, I remember it like it was yesterday. She had bought this toy guitar that had one string on it. Right. And so through the whole fucking video, I'm plucking this one string. Like I didn't play guitar, so I'm just ping, 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 like singing fucking Garth Brooks songs, right? I change outfits like three or four times, cowboy oh, hats. Shit. And after the fact, I had a blister on my thumb the size of a fucking pistachio nut. A pistachio. Pistachio. <laughs> so yeah i can relate to garth brooks like i listened to country for a long time like i used to go to sleep listening to it so like i'm very well versed in country from like 1988 to like 2000 so hey i tell you what you know i can run music right now we can fucking get into anything you want is there any country artists that you guys are curious about or like anybody that you've ever been like i ought to check out that guy and see or it's like is there anything it's like i'm the fucking bartender you motherfuckers got anything you want to listen to right now? I can't think of anything off the top of my head, Denise. Nope. What? Denise is like, no, hell no. Um, what did you yeah. think about that Zach Brown song, Ron? Oh, dude, I had actually heard that song before. I think it was, um, I think it was, okay, so for a while there, um, I don't know if you, if you know this guy, but um, I got into wrestling a little bit again yeah. recently. Like maybe like six months ago because of Jeff uh, Jarrett? No. Shawn Michaels. No, no, no. The road dog. No. So but he Because of Kalo, because of Kalo. Because oh, of Kalo and Bills, right? So Kalo got into wrestling again. And then 
I, I do this thing where it's like, okay, cool. Like if, if I want to connect with somebody and they're into this thing, like fine, I'll check it out, you know, so we have something to talk about or something. Yeah. No, I watch wrestling too. Cool, but never me. Oh God. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. And, um, and so, yeah, so I was like, oh, cool. Like I'll, I'll get into it again. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll watch a couple episodes of raw or something. Right. And so I think during that time, I forgot what pay-per-view it was, but they used that song, you know, for the promo videos for the pay-per-view. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't even know Chris Cornell was in it. Oh no, wait, maybe I did. I don't remember. No, yeah, I did. I did because he's the one saying "Heavy." Yeah, yeah, no, I did. Um, but yeah, I didn't know it was like a whole cover, like not cover, but a whole like duet collaboration thing. So yeah, so when you played it, when you were telling Cipolo about it, I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't think I've ever heard this song before. But then as soon as it started, I was like, oh, it's from the WWE thing. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, that was the jam, dude. That's freaking jam. I um. I really like the older stuff. Like, I'm okay with, like, it's been a while since I've heard a newer country song that I really liked. But my speciality is 90s country, like Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson and George Strait and Tim McGraw and Toby Keith and all these other guys that, like, the round, the early people like George Strait and Randy Travis and folks like that. And then also that next generation, which you know, were the people that got all the awards and got popular and had CDs and shit like that. So it's, yeah, I could tell you about any of them and probably give you that same fucking 10, 10 song CD. <laughs> so if there's ever anybody that you're like, what about this guy? Do you know anything? And I could, I promise I could fucking rock your shit. I, uh, single stuff, uh, band like groups like alabama alabama's awesome i don't know if you guys you like upbeat shit i, I bet you guys would dig alabama i like upbeat shit yeah i like alabama shakes no that's a different <laughs> alabama dude. it's not bad i tell you what you were just talking about wwe <laughs> did you guys ever see the movie the punisher no you never saw the punisher Oh, I don't the, the, think so. the, it's it's a relatively recent one, right? Yeah, Maybe like it's years got old. Like Aaron Eckhart in it. And he's yeah, yeah. no, I never saw it. No. So there's a pretty gnarly scene in there, and uh, I don't know if you the gist of it is he's an undercover cop. Uh, he ends up like doing an undercover job and gets this big drug lord dude. It's John Travolta. He's the bad guy, but yeah, his son gets, right. his yeah, son yeah. gets killed and finds out that Aaron Eckhart is an undercover cop. And John Travolta sends like a hit squad to his fucking beach house where they're having a family reunion. They kill everybody in his family, like everybody. They try to kill him. Like they shoot him a few times, blow him up and shit. Yeah. But he survives. And so then he comes back and he just starts fucking knocking off all the other members of the family. But he has to like get his shit together first. But throughout the process, he's kind of just sticking in the craw of John Travolta, like fucking with his business and messing up some money deposits and shit. So John Travolta ends up calling some hitmen on him, right? Mm-hmm. So one of them is Kevin Nash, which is kind of funny. He's dressed up like oh. a big fucking sailor guy. It's funny. Like they get into this big drawn out fight. You should watch the movie. It's actually really fucking good. <laughs> but, uh,. So- so there's this scene where where Frank Castle, the Punisher, is sitting in a diner, right? And this dude walks in, and he's got like this Johnny Cash vibe. He's been in movies before, but he looks like almost Native American Indian, you know, like kind of dark complexion, black hair. He's older, probably 40s, 50s. He walks in with a guitar case, and uh, he opens it up. He pulls out this guitar, and he's smoking a cigarette, right? So he takes his cigarette in between his pinky and his ring finger of his right hand, 
like yeah. takes a drag off it. He's got like finger tattoos and shit. Like he's just a kind of rough looking dude, you know. And he fucking takes the pick and he plays a strum on the, you know, and uh. he's just staring at him and he starts playing this song. And after the song, he says something to him. I'm going to play just a little piece of it just to hear what he does. And it's fucking good. And uh, they used it in a WWF promo. That's the only reason you made me think of it. But check this oh, out. Okay. This is some good <laughs> shit. No, no, no. Can hear what you're thinking All your doubts and fear And if you look in my eyes In time you'll find The reason I'm here And in time all things shall pass away In time you may come back someday die once more But in time your time will be no more Wait, so he just like sings him this song at the diner? The motherfucker is eating scrambled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude walks in, he opens a guitar case and he plays that riff and he sings that verse of the song. <laughs> then he Takes his cigarette out of his hand, puts it back in his mouth. He puts the guitar in the case, buckles it up, and walks up to him and puts his foot up on the chair. And he says, you like that song? I wrote it for you. I'm going to sing it at your funeral. Oh, shit. And then he says, I didn't catch your name. And it's this little thing. And then he walks out of the restaurant. And then there's this little fight scene and shit, you know, where they're throwing down. And it's like this car chase and shotguns. And it's pretty crazy. But... Uh that was some of the coldest shit I think I've ever heard. Like, I remember it very well. Like, just seeing the, the, the picture they sat up in that scene of dude just chilling, you know, and then homeboy comes in and just pulls his guitar out, and that line is just so fucking cold. <laughs> He's just like, I'm, I wrote it just for you, and I'm going to sing it at your funeral. The way, the way you described that whole thing, I was like, wait, are you talking about Desperado right now? Because, like, Desperado has that kind of, like, a well, he's like a mariachi guy or whatever, right? And then he does that one song. That's a jam, dude. Um, like a shotgun in his guitar case or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has, like, the guns in there and all that. Yeah, that I, I, I watched that movie. I don't know. I, I was, like, 10, maybe. And I was like, man, I thought that was such a badass right there. I was like, holy shit, man. And, um... Yeah, that's a what's his name? Robert Rodriguez. He, he makes pretty decent movies, I guess. Okay. Nah, actually, no, they're they're Desperado was good, and then he did like those From Spy Dust Kids movies for this. Is he in that? Is that his shit? No, that's Which Tarantino. One? Never mind. Well, they did that Grindhouse thing together, where Tarantino did uh, what was the Tarantino one? Um, Planet Planet Terror. Planet Terror was Robert Rodriguez's one, and, the and then Tarantino Death did... Oh, Death Proof. Death Proof. Death, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah with yeah. Kurt Russell. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, but yeah, anyways, that, that, the way you described that whole thing, that reminded me of that. And I was like, oh, damn, that does sound pretty badass. I wanna, maybe I'm going to go watch that now. Well, check this out. I'm going to play like another 40 seconds of it, let you hear the second verse, because i got to pee. <laughs> so I'm going to go do that and grab a beer. I'll be right back. All right. All right. You know your days are numbered Count them one by 
notches in the handle of an outlaw's gun You can outrun the devil if you try But you will never outrun the hands of time In time there'll surely come a day In time all things shall pass away in time you may come back some say to live once more or die once more but in time your time will be no Crazy, yeah. Oh, there you are. There you are. I wasn't sure if you were back or not. Yeah. I'm okay. Back. So that that song totally reminds me of like that other Johnny Cash song, "God's Gonna Cut You Down." You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And that's. I think that's might have been what they were going for. Right. 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 Yeah. It's like that whole very ominous, just like Man in Black kind of comes and he he's got your name, and he's like, "Yeah, man." You think? And see, okay. So it kind of reminds me. Every now and then, I have this weird dream. Where And it's not the same dream over and over. It's just like a random dream that has similar elements to it. And it'll be kind of like I'm, I'm in a public space and there's this person that I'm just like, dude, like, and I, I've told Denise about this dream before. Yeah. And so she's just looking at me like, oh, my God, you're going to talk about this fucking dream again. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and it's, there's just this person right in the crowd who. I feel it in me that that's like the devil, right? And he's like coming for me, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? And then I'm telling people, right? But he's just like a very like calm, cool, collected dude. He doesn't look threatening at all. He looks just like a normal dude. And he's just like, I don't know why this guy's freaking out. Like I'm really like, you know, and everybody trusts him because he just looks like such a like normal person. And I'm looking like the idiot because I'm all freaking out about it. You know what I mean? And um, and yeah, it's kind of like that whole thing where it's, I, I feel like that's, kind of like the ultimate sign of power where it's kind of like, dude, you can freak out all you want. You can run, you can hide, you can do whatever you want. But like, I'm here and I'm coming for you and don't <laughs> even worry about it. And I think it's kind of interesting that the Punisher song is called In Time. Because if you think about it, that's kind of like what time is. You know what I mean? It's like you only have so much of it and it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you're like the richest person in the world. Or, I mean, time, death, same difference. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what you do, man. Like, when it's your time, like, that's it. And it honestly doesn't matter how much material things you amassed in, in your lifetime or if you were, like, the richest of the rich or the poorest of the poor. Like, in the end, you're just going to end up in the ground anyway, and it doesn't matter. You can't take it with you. And, yeah, man, I don't know. Here we go. Pre- yeah. You just started something. I don't know if it's going to work, though, so let's see. Well, go ahead. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, you just made me think of a, a Garth Brooks song and oh. uh, that I really enjoy. Problem is, remember, it's hard to find his shit online. Uh, oh, that's so. right. Okay, we might have it. Hang on. 
Oh, I think it's here. Cool. So, yeah, this is one of the Walmart CDs, so maybe this is one that'll get through. So, uh, I heard this song. This is off the Scarecrow album, which was the Walmart exclusive. And uh, there were some (laughs) good fucking songs on there. And one of them was in a Dr. Pepper commercial. Do you guys remember? It probably would have been right around 2000, 2001. But it was Garth Brooks sitting on, like, the front porch of, like, an old rickety fucking gas station or something like that. And, like, there was a bunch of people doing, like, stomp. So they were, like, playing tambourines and washboards. And he was just sitting there in his cowboy hat. And he was like, ba 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 And that was the fucking Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember I don't that think one. I do, no. Rob was in Mexico. No, he said it was 2000. <laughs> hey, nice. it, it was a good album, and I highly recommend it. it if you're going to just listen to a Garth Brooks album, it's got some really good jams on it. Um, it's got a duet with George Jones, which was a pretty big deal when it happened. Um also a duet with uh, Trisha Yearwood, his old lady, and it's it's a song about fucking. Denise's mm, gonna like it. Oh, it's good. It's called "Squeeze Me In." <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's he's written just like with his uh, banging the old lady song. He's really good at slipping those in, like no heyo, <laughs> but that's his fucking speciality, man. He'll uh, he'll work a a metaphor. That's country. I like country songs about bucking because you can't be out in the open about like you kind of got to be metaphorical about it because in country you you can't just be like you know fucking you can't lay down the same kind of shit like you can with rap or rock or something like that you know yeah, you can't call vulgar uh-uh so when you hear like a song that you go oh this is a song about bucking <laughs> like it's funny because they're very metaphorical in country, so they're kind of hard to spot sometimes. And then you'll be like, oh, there's one. Yeah. Kind of like, like, wait, did you say what I think you said? Ah, he did. Exactly. Uh, no, you, so check this down. Check this song out. This is a Garth Brooks song, and this is about uh, time, like you were saying, mortality and shit like that. And I relate to this song because some of the verses he's talking about, like having a close call and shit. And uh, I really like it. So check it out. Let's do it. It's a bad recording. You remember I told you his shit's hard to get. I have everything on my hard drive, but I don't know how I can play it at the same time as. Uh... God damn. Wait. I, oh, wait. No, I have it on my external drive, but I'll be it'll be going over Skype for you. So in the episode, it might not sound that great. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you can find it, that because it's just his shit's hard to get. That's why I was as soon as I thought about it, I was like, damn. So why well, can't it's. um. The next verse of the song is pretty good. He talks about it's uh like I felt it's what is it? I felt the All right. I'm going to do this. Here we go. I felt the arrow from death's fatal quiver come so close it actually grazed me. 
but I felt the blood and I felt the cold shiver. God only knows why he saved me. There's two dates and time they'll carve on your stone and everyone knows what they mean. But what's more important is the time that is known in the little dash there in between. Mm. So then it progresses a little further. Um, the last part is kind of sad. He talks about his dad and it's, uh, my mother died, but somehow she keeps living. She'll never cease to amaze me. My dad turns his back on each day that he's given because he'd rather be pushing up daisies. And they run through that same verse again with two dates and time they'll carve on your stone. Everyone knows what they mean. What's more important is the time that is known in the little dash there in between. There you Dude. Go. Yeah, man. I like that. That totally reminds me of probably like one of my favorite Pearl Jam songs ever, which is uh, I Am Mine. And I think it was in Riot Act, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the same sentiment, pretty much. Um, uh, it, he has a line in there that goes like, I know I was born and I know that I'll die. Like the in-between is mine or whatever. And it's like, yeah, man. I don't know. It's just, yeah, I love that song. And I've, I've been lucky enough that I think they played it live once or twice i think so i got them to do it live i got to see them do it live i mean and yeah man i don't know I, I like songs about that kind of thing you know what i mean but then you know and i think denise gets tired of me talking about this stuff because then she's like yeah you always talk about all this bullshit but then you never like do anything right yeah yeah i figured you were gonna say that so <laughs> i don't want i don't want to keep talking about it because denise is just like oh god here we go again you can talk about it no no it's fine oh, but no, uh yeah. we're talking motherfucker <laughs> i like it though i like it yeah um, I don't know. And then see, okay, so, I, and I know you you talked about it in the last episode, so I don't know if you want to get into it again, but, um, but yeah, see, I don't know. Like, how, okay, so you had this, like, I mean, you got pretty much as close to death as you get without, you know, going through, like, I don't know, your heart stopped beating and stuff like that. And I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like uh, in the Garth Brooks song where you said, like, oh, I don't know why the Lord saved me or something like that, or who knows why God saved me or something. I think you, that's what you said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, like, did you have any of that kind of, I'm sure you must have, like, those thoughts of just, like, shit, man, well, I mean, there must be something else going on here, or there must be another, there must be a reason why I'm still around. Like, did you ever get that? It's something I deal with a lot, actually. Um, usually it's when I'm just sitting around thinking by myself. Because a lot of people get shot, and a lot of people don't live from work from like less, you know, like getting shot in the arm or getting shot in the foot, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are incidences yeah, every day where people important. just barely get hit and they die. I, um, I read a statistic that said that 20,000 people get shot in the head annually, right? Now, of the 20,000 people, 5% live. Damn. That's you, man. That's no. you right there. Excuse me. 10% live. Oh, That's okay. what it was. So Not as impressive anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so, no it, it, I'm fitting to cut it again. So, it's 10% out of 20,000. What's that? 2,000 people? Yes. Okay. So, 30% of 2,000 people go on to live normal lives like to where you know what i'm saying like the rest of them you get shot in the head you have brain damage you have you know s something you eat through a fucking tube or you know whatever the situation is you're blind in one eye like so right. i'm a very low 
or high per, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, really yeah. weird that everything worked out the way that it did. And I mean, I said on the episode with Seaflow, like when it happened, I just kind of went into this mode where I was like, I'm, I'm not fucking dying today. Like it's not, not happening. Not on my watch. You know what I'm saying? I'll be goddamned. So I don't know. Like I never saw a tunnel. I never saw a light, man. Um, that was probably the scariest part about it. Maybe in that little 10 seconds after it happened, when I, I did go white, you know, white light. And I kind of went out for a couple seconds. Mm. That was it. You know, like I was wide awake, like it just normal seeing through my own two eyes after that happened. Just, I couldn't really feel anything. I was like numb and bleeding. Well, yeah, that's like, well, the adrenaline, right? Like the adrenaline rush. And yeah. 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 But I, oh, I'm so sur- I, like, I was like, I, I don't I don't remember hearing that much detail on on the passersby episode, but the part where you said that like you looked in the rearview mirror and you just saw like your jaw like all like spliced open with like teeth falling out and stuff. I was like, dude, I'm like amazed that like you didn't go into shock right then and there or something crazy like that. You know what I mean? Where you just like shut down or something? I don't know. It's crazy. No, I was um. That's it was why, like, the, the side mirror, like not the rearview mirror. It was the other one on the side, like mm. that. So I mean, it was kind of a an angle shot of just like yeah. my shit laid open and blood everywhere. Yeah, that was pretty trippy, man. No, yeah, dude, for real. Yeah, but I mean, did that change your perspective on life? Because I have a friend who who went through some stuff. I mean, not as traumatic, but I mean, she could have died. Yeah. What she didn't. And she's still the same. She went on vacation and stuff, but she's still, <laughs> she's still like. It changed my perspective on faith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely. I think what it. Go to pee real quick. I'll pee. Yeah. You can keep going. Yeah. Well, what it, it really. And maybe it's just my experience, but it kind of made me believe that maybe nothing nothing happens after you die. And it kind of scared me a little to like, okay, I don't want this to be the end. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of what it is. Like it did alter my perception a lot to where like now I really do try to be a good person because I know that at any moment it could be over. Like you just close your eyes or you're in a car accident or somebody walks up and just shoots you in your fucking head. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it could be over that fast and you'd never even know. So you yeah. kind of have to just take advantage of it and just know that it's it's a precious thing, like just to wake up every morning. So it's kind of hard, you know, to to complain when you know you still have both arms and legs and an able back and body, and you get up and are still able to go do things because some people really don't get to anymore. Yeah, and I mean that's. That's why I do what I do. I've never had a traumatic experience, but I work with students with special needs. And it's just like I need that daily reminder because I, you know, I get depressed and stuff. So when I work with these kids, I'm like, damn it, like you need to just suck it up and do what you got to do because like you could be in a wheelchair. Like you could not, you know, know what's going on. Like you could, you know, like there's a ton of issues that. It happened like you're healthy and you're able to walk and you're able to see, you're able to hear. So like I just take advantage of of that like and like help out my students as best I can and their parents and you know try and put good out into the world I guess. 
But at the same time, I don't take my job, like, seriously, which I, like, I try and tell, like, Rod, like, dude, like, who cares about work? Like, if something pops up, like, I got to call in and I got to come home and do what I got to do or whatever. But, like, Rod, it's, like, if something happens, like, I'm stuck, like, doing with that shit. And he's, like, I got to be at work. I no, do no. I, I mean, if it's, it. like, a life and death situation, like, yeah, like, of course I'm going to, like. No, I'm the same way. Uh, and I'll admit that, you know, my, there's been times where my wife has either had to put her foot down, like, because here we get kind of bad weather in the wintertime. We get, like, ice and snow and shit like that. And when you drive a truck, that's always a concern. Yeah. Um, but I'm the kind of person that, you know, I've always worked. Like, I just, I've always worked. So it's yep. the idea of not doing it is just almost not comprehensive to me. I'm mm-hmm. a team player. I know my role and I know that it is a part of the puzzle. So if I'm not there to do my job, then somebody else is going to have a harder job. Dude. Yes. See, Jody B gets me, man. I've because only missed I've, a few days of work. Now, honestly, since the kid came, I've missed a few more and that does give you kind of an extra card to pull. You know? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. If I had a good excuse like that, it'd be like, Oh, my kid, sorry, can't go to work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you use it in like legitimate situations. I will say Uh, this. We should get more vacation time to spend with our families. But I will say if you get vacation time, you should definitely use it, you know, as much as you can, because they give it to you. You should fucking use it. Take that time and enjoy being with your family because, you know, you got all the time in the world to work. (laughs) And that's what I say. Uh, (laughs) Mascot said this on one on my Mascot Diaries podcast. (laughs) <laughs> and guys, what does he say? I don't know. You tell me. Hold on, hold on, let me think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, really made an impact in your life. <laughs> no, he said the, the urgent, urgent things. Is, yeah, the urgent things are seldom important, and the important things are seldom urgent. Yeah. And so I try and tell Rod that. Okay, but then the way I see that, it's like, okay, yes, but if I don't take care of the urgent things, then I get fired, and then I don't have money to take care of the important things or do. And I know, Denise, I know what Denise is gonna, I know what Denise is gonna say next. Like, yeah, you don't have to. That, that, that. Okay, look. Rod, 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 yes. Rod, 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 Rigo, Rod, Rigo, mi amigo. <laughs> Can I ask you what you do? You don't have to tell me where you work, but like, what do you do? Are you uh, keeping bookkeeping? Bookkeeping. Okay. But, okay, but see, it's a very small office. It's a small company. It's like a family-owned company. So I'm literally, like, 90% of the time, I'm the only person at work. We have a guy that kind of helps out, but he's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so it it really, like, 90% of everything falls on me. So it's like, yeah, like, it's it's difficult for me to take time off because... The few times that I have taken time off and it hasn't even been like a full week even, you know what I mean? It's been like I worked it into the weekend where like maybe I took Thursday, Friday, then had the weekend and then Monday off. And then, you know, it was like I worked the five day little vacation like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I came back. It's like, well, shit, obviously, like, nobody took care of anything because I'm the only one that does it. So it's like now I have to catch up on everything. You know what I mean? And and I understand that that sucks. And. But, you know, unfortunately, that's the situation that I'm in right now. And so it's, it's difficult. Can I ask you, um, are you happy at your job, Rodrigo? Um, I'm not asking if it's easy. I'm not asking if you have a job that you show up to and you know your role and you can take care of it and you do it. And I'm asking, like, when you get up in the morning and your fucking alarm clock goes off, do you go? <sighs> or do you go? All right, we're going to go do some work today. <laughs> oh, okay. 
no, 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 no. I kind of go like, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. See, but I feel like that's that's a. I feel like if you had been like, do you go like, damn it, or do you go like, hell yeah, I can't wait to get to work, man. No, nah, I'm just, I know it's not gonna be hell yeah because that's only ten percent of fucking people get to do that. <laughs> I'm saying like no. my job is. I recently had to switch, and it's the only reason I'm saying this to you right now because. I had to wait till an opportunity literally fell in my fucking lap to mm. understand that in the, what I was doing, that I was a very valuable asset to my company and they weren't paying me the way they should have been. There was a better place to do what I do anyway and get paid more and work less. Yeah. So I know that bookkeeping is a specialty and I would hope that in a place like Los Angeles, I don't know what they're paying you or what kind of situation, but I mean, would it not be even feasible to like think about doing something for more pay or a better situation? Have you even considered it? Or are you just kind of like this works for now and it's steady and I'm just going to do this? Yeah. So I guess I'm kind of more like the second boat where it's like, Oh, this works for now. It's steady. Cause that's where I was with the other place. I was just making enough money. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. just enough money, but I was working way too much seven to seven Monday through Friday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then the baby came and that changed. Cause I realized like this isn't this, it is a, it isn't going to work and B it's not worth it. And it just so happened that something came along to where I got a pretty healthy increase in pay. And it made me realize like I'm worth it. I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm very good at what I do. So why shouldn't I consider doing it for somebody else? That is going to pay me more money because I have experience doing whatever that thing is. So if you're yeah. a good fucking, if you're a good fucking, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm going all Conor McGregor. I wonder what's happening. I think that's happening oh, right no. now. I'm pretty sure it's over by now, right? I think it's happening right now. Mm. So I think I know that my wife, my wife, yes, <laughs> got to a point where I would come home and complain about my job and she got really bitchy about it towards the end. We had conversations about that because at first it was just like, well, you know, if you're not happy, then, you know, and then eventually she was just like, dude, like you got to get the fuck out of there. Like, this is not healthy. You're coming home. You're pissed off. And I'm just, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. So I literally was waiting it out was just fixing to just take a leap, man. Like I honestly was just fixing to find something else to do. And then an opportunity kind of showed up and I used my, my power at the time because they basically offered me more money to switch uniforms. Like I got the exact same route, the exact same situation job. It's just chaining companies. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I want this much money. And they were like, well, we start at this. I said, yeah, I hear you, but I can quit on, <laughs> I can quit on Friday and start on Monday. And they were yeah. like, point taken. Uh, we'll give you what you want. And I was like, fuck, I should have asked for more. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, like, if that's something that you guys are arguing about, we had that argument. And it ended up sorting itself out. And I feel kind of bad because I let it get to a point where I was fixing to get desperate. When all I really had to – and see, the thing was is I'd fucking smoke weed, so I had that problem. Like, well, I'm not going to be able to pass a drug test. I'm going to have to figure something out. Like, you don't fucking smoke weed, so if something just happened to be like, hey, here's double what you fucking make to do the exact same shit, like, you'd be silly not to do that. (laughs) 
Oh no, no. But see, like I feel like for what I do, like they pay me pretty decent for it. So it's it, they kind of got me stuck there because it's like. I mean, they don't have me stuck. I mean, they're not holding they me there against my stuck. will or anything. You wouldn't quit tomorrow if I if I won the lottery. Like he wouldn't even quit. Oh my Jesus! Um, I so think you have to, and this is just what I've learned in, in my thirty years, and now having a family and having gained that perspective is at some point you're gonna have to make it about you. Because when you're when you grow up in a situation where you've had to give yourself or make that sacrifice, it's hard for you to finally say, "All right, it's about me now." Like I need to focus on me. But when you do it, when you do it, it might be a little bumpy, but eventually you're going to be happy you did it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you get to a point where it's like you're doing better than bad, and that's okay. So you just you kind of lose your fucking motivation. I'm stuck in it right now. Like I said, we're, there's light at the end of the tunnel, but we spent like two years just spinning our fucking wheels. You know, so we had to finally just put our our feet down and go. We need to work towards something, and that's what we're doing now. So that kind of righted the ship a little bit. So I'm just saying, like. You know, if that's something you guys are talking about, you might really consider it. <laughs> Just look around. See what people are getting paid to do that. You might fuck around and find something. You live in L.A. I know there's lots of money there. <laughs> and some there's rich bit, motherfucker yeah. might need a bookkeeper. But, hey, I tell you what. You need to talk to Floyd Mayweather. I hear he has a problem with taxes. Oh, um, this is true. <laughs> you I, know I what I'm saying? Like, you need to he just sit on Twitter firm, yeah. and wait till somebody gets fucking cited for tax problems and then tweet at them and be like, hey, fucking <laughs> Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not an accountant. I'm a, that's like a whole different thing. Well, it's um, similar. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Okay, so, I mean, you, you alluded to this um, thing that you and your wife are working toward now. Do you mind if, if I ask you what that is? Well... I'm gonna be honest. It's. I don't know if you don't want to jinx it. If you don't want to jinx it, that's fine. I, 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 I'm superstitious too, so it's fine. No, no, no. This is. She took it easy on her husband. When they got a divorce, she was at a point where their relationship had become toxic. So they couldn't. They were living together, but they were literally not even like speaking to each other. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So by the time it was over, she was just ready to be done with it. Split everything. We'll go our separate ways. She should have milked him for a little more, so she came away with some debt. Like, apparently those last couple years they were together, they both were making pretty decent money. And they went on some vacations. You know, they had a car they bought. So it was like they both accrued some debt. But it wasn't a problem in the two-income household. Right. When you get a divorce, um, if there's no money, you split debt. (laughs) Yeah. Now, it's neither here nor there. This is something that has been a discussion with us before but you know she came in with some debt i never asked her how much it was but it was a substantial amount of money yeah come to find out later you know after we're married and we're making these credit card payments and shit yeah you're like so what's the balance on this card huh like a couple more months and we'll be good (laughs) right and it was we went on a couple vacations ourselves i never done that so i mean it was just nice to have a a fucking person with credit just to be like yeah let's go do some shit (laughs) yeah yeah. and we kind of we didn't get out of hand but we just got a little past our means and what happened was is the interest was adding up and we were just we were spinning our wheels man we're making money and literally paying these credit cards that were 
taking everything and we weren't making any progress. So we got a consolidation loan because over time of us like paying our shit on time, we both built up our credit to where they would do that for us. So now we're paying off a consolidation loan to where we've got a fixed rate that's low and we're just paying the bank. Like the bank bought all our debt and yeah. now we're paying the bank back for all that. Yeah. And with the payments that we're making in five years, we should be at zero. Oh, shit. That's that's not too bad, dude. We're not using credit cards anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's we're working towards at least financial freedom to do whatever we want to do. You know, the kid will be probably six or so. I'm not sure I want him growing up here, man. You know, I, I think I might want somewhere a little more progressive. Maybe better schools, better environment. I don't know. Maybe just better summer times. It's hot as fuck down here. It might go up towards Michigan. I seem to have met a lot of people from up there lately. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Dude, yeah, like everybody's up there, man. It's a big party. Yeah. Y'all ever been like, Rod, you're obviously you grew up in Mexico and then you've been in California. Have you lived other places? No, like lived, lived? No, just Mexico in here. Yeah, that's it. Uh, But. We've we've seen a couple places recently, and um, yeah. What about Denise? You're a Cali girl, huh? Yeah, been in California all my life. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> you have like, uh, like it's it's almost like forced. Maybe it's because you're with Rodrigo, but it's like that forced Hispanic like thing. It's just you can tell like you don't get that a lot around here. So it's funny. Mm-hmm. Or do you have? Are you're not Latina? No. Yeah, I am. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just look that. white, I, <laughs> I guess. Thought, yeah. I thought, Rod, I thought you married a white girl. I'm so- nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. I know a friend who, like, I don't know, he said, uh, what does he say? Oh, yeah, like, white girls were, like, uh, Mexican script night or something like that. <laughs> just, like, I mean, I guess. But, no, Denise is not white. No, 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 no. Her parents, I mean, her parents, well, I think your dad's, like, third generation, right? Yeah. And your mom's like second or third or two. So she's not white, but I mean, she's like, you know, you have to go a ways back before you get to like Mexican in, in, in her family. So, yeah. But I'm light skinned and I have green eyes. So. Oh, okay. Wes. <laughs> See, man. See, you're just, you, you're, you've got a facade. That's what it is. Dang. Yeah. I would have never think- guessed. I really, I thought that. I guess I've only ever actually seen one picture of Denise. So I guess that's all I've got to go from. It's that the profile picture. All freaking time. Well, he's not on Instagram. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. I don't do Instagram. I like Twitter because it's short and sweet. Two sentences. Yeah. That's all you get, motherfucker. Don't be blowing me up like on Facebook. People will put three, four paragraphs. I'm not reading all this shit. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't like it when people do it on Twitter. I, I'll talk shit to them when they do like the pages and pages of messages, just one out of five, two out of five. Three. I'm like, bro, go do that shit on Facebook. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if you've mentioned this before, but were you ever on Facebook? Like, what's the reason for you not being on there? Was it like, oh, I don't want to like too much drama. I don't want to get in trouble. No, it it wasn't about getting in trouble. I uh, started talking with, to a chick that I didn't need to be talking to. <laughs> yeah, so that is trouble, isn't it? <laughs> Facebook, I think, is really only meant for shit like that. 
And family. Like, I get it. You know, your family hooks up on Facebook. But other than your family, like, you're just looking at old girlfriends and fucking people you went to high school with. That's what it's for. You're like, hmm, wonder how they're doing. It was so bad. Like, I feel bad now because of it because she caught me red-handed. And it wasn't even like I did anything really wrong. But it's like this chick started talking to me and shit. And she ended up sending me, like, a video. Oh, shit. Yeah. And like uh, video, what kind of video are we talking here? Uh, it was inappropriate, if that's oh. what you're asking. <laughs> I was asking that, yes. It was it was just like a was, a was it solicited or it wasn't asked for, if that's what you're saying. But I yeah. mean it wasn't like there was definitely like scandalous conversation. It just wasn't like shit that was gonna happen. It's just like what are you doing? You know, shit like that. And it was it shouldn't have happened, but we were still pretty early in our relationship, and that was one of those moments where we kind of had to snap me back on the tracks. I've I've always been bad company when it comes to women throwing throwing stuff at me, Rod. It's a problem <laughs> that I had in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I remember when she caught me; it was so bad. <laughs> hey, Denise, have you ever? Yes. You ever like saw something weird like on your computer, like maybe Rod was watching porn or something, and just like caught him and been like, "What is this?" Like you're not mad, but you're just like, "What is this?" <laughs> I mean, he talks to Meg on. Uh, he's being serious. He's being serious. Like, it gets pretty weird. So I'm like, "What the hell?" Well, but I was gonna say I have this special move, and it's it's so stupid. And when you hear it, I don't know if you're gonna laugh or not, but like it is. <laughs> It is the dumbest fucking move, and I've used it twice. I know of two different times that I've been caught, you know what, make that three times, where somebody saw something on a computer that I was associated with that they were like, um, what's uh, what's going on here? <laughs> and here's what I do. I go, what? And I, like, as I'm walking over to the computer in my head, I know exactly what I'm fixing to see. You know? <laughs> So I look at it all confused, and then I just reach down to the mouse, and I go up to the thing, and I delete it. <laughs> That's what I go. I don't know what you're talking about. I just walk off. <laughs> it's a pretty lame move. Yeah, I was like, what? That works? <laughs> it does not work, but it gets rid of said evidence at that moment so that, you know, your significant other is not sitting there watching, like, some like hardcore porno or like some dirty video of some chick, you know, playing with her fucking box. <laughs> and yeah, uh yeah. yeah, then you got some more explaining to do, but that at least gets that off the screen for the moment. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know what you're talking about, you must be seeing things. I don't I don't see anything there. Nope. nope. <laughs> Such a yeah. plain move, but I like I said, I know I've used it at least three times. <laughs> So bad. Bad boy Joe to be. <sighs> yeah, it is what it is, man. I've dealt with some shit, and I think at this point in my life, I know that I wouldn't want to mess up my my family situation now. So I've I've managed to keep shit in check for a while, and I'm pretty happy with that. That's good, man. Yeah, especially. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I know people do it all the time anyway. Even even after they already have kids, but I feel like. I don't know, like after you have children, it, it kind of gets a little, you know, you get a little bit more of a reality check where you're like, you know what? Yeah, man, like this is not just about me and my wife now. It's like there's this other person here that we kind of are responsible for. So like, let's keep it in our pants. 
It's really crazy, man. Like, I know you guys were talking when you... Was Stephanie? Was that the last episode y'all had? Y'all got all goofy and were talking crazy shit? I'm sure y'all have gotten to the point in your life where you've talked about kids, huh? Is that a conversation that's happening right now, Denise? Oh, no, no, no. That's been a conversation since we first met, and we don't want kids, so... I would say, like, if that ever does come up, like, dude, just know what you want and be honest, because... I enjoy, like, the idea of having this kid now, but if you're not in a good place and you have fucking kids, like, it puts so much stress on your relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how some people just just bear it. Like, they just grind it out. It's like, no, hi. Some people have kids with people they shouldn't, and then they're just stuck in this fucking shit, so I don't know. Dude, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, Trust me, Rod knows all too well. <laughs> wait, how do I know? Well, I said no one's gonna listen to this family. Yeah, right? no, I don't think so. No. All right, so like all of because Jody doesn't family. have Facebook, so he's not gonna share it on Facebook. Yeah, that's me. right. See, <laughs> so oh, I guess like because of my family and stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh, like, I guess I, don't I have. Feel like I have family should have had kids. Like, I have cousins, and yeah, they're they're crazy. Yeah, so, man. But uh, what is it? What is it? Pushing out, busting out. I don't know. Just like making a bunch of kids everywhere. It's like stereotypical, like, oh, damn, look at those Mexicans just popping out a bunch of babies. <laughs> it's stereotypical uh, Latino activity. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I guess because of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's hard to watch. <laughs> we said that it's actually a better idea if you're going to have kids, you should have them when you're a teenager. Because at least you can bounce back from it, you know. You'll be like 35 when the kid's grown. So... <laughs> It's it's a funny concept now because like we waited. I'm 30. My wife is 36, and the kid's almost two now. So we waited, you know, for a while. And I don't understand how people have them when they're like 50. That's fucking nuts. Because <laughs> this kid will give you your workout now, and he's not even two. I can only imagine what the next couple of years. I'm gonna have to start stretching. I'm gonna have to do some yoga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start eating my fucking vegetables a little more. Yeah. You got to get that uh, stamina up. You got to get some uh, Pilates in or some, I don't know, what else does that? Go for a run or something? I don't know. I don't work out, so I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I just throw tires. I'm built yeah. like a gorilla. Like, that's, it's kind of funny. Like, I've got a gut, kind of, and it's just, I've always had it, just like a baby fat little belly. <laughs> but, like, the shit I do on a daily basis, I just pick up tires all day and throw them and kick them and stack them and roll them, and it's... Yeah, it keeps you in check, yeah. I tell you what, I don't have very good cardio, so if you really wanted to fuck me up, just punch me and run. Like, that's your best bet. But, like, don't arm wrestle me, because I might tear your fucking arm off. <laughs> I got that farm boy fucking arm shit going on. Mm, and everybody yeah. else I work with does, too. Like, there's a couple cats up there that are, like, close to 60, but I still wouldn't fuck with them, because you just see those forearms and shit. Tires, you know, the... They oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you basically pounds just each in. and I move about 300 tires a day. So 20 to 70 pounds, depending on what they are. And I just pick them up and throw them. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, you're basically like just doing curls all day, every day. You know what I mean? It's funny. <laughs> I get so tired of tires, but at least they roll. It's not like UPS with boxes. Like one good thing about tires is you can kick them <laughs> and they just go whatever direction. <laughs> it's pretty awesome I have to admit yeah yeah, yeah. man yeah. and 
<sighs> do, you, uh, do you want to? I, I don't know. I don't want to keep you too long. I don't know. Because, um, okay, well, I mean, just My I wife guess before, is before we go. Before we, shit. Yeah, so, so you guys, it's actually, I'm oh, yeah, sitting only here 10 talking. Right here. <laughs> My wife no, but, is chilling. Yeah, I was just going to ask you real quick, I guess. This is just one last question. I don't know if I asked you before. But, um, so, like, right now, like, what does your wife do while you, like, podcast on Saturday nights? Is she, like, cool with it? Is she, like, oh, Jody, I miss our Saturday nights together? Oh, this is this is going to be fun because I was going to ask you about this. I thought maybe this might have been a piece of Divorce Party 2017. <laughs> so, no, there's a bunch of other pieces, but I don't think it's this. I have really noticed the plight of the podcaster's wife. And it makes me wonder just how many other people deal with it that are in, like, like the Postals. You know what I'm saying? Like Brett and Adam and that. Yeah. Um... I found that I've had very little spare time and I really like podcasting. So that's why I do it. But like, it has definitely been a, a, what's a root of an argument, you know what I'm saying? And it does get kind of annoying here and there because it's like, I don't, I don't fucking do anything but work. And this one little hobby that I have is in the house yeah. Yet still, I get grief about wanting to fuck with it, you know, two hours, three hours a week. Yeah. So that can be kind of upsetting. But I've learned that I think it's more about, like, with scheduling. She just wants me to tell her, like, I'm going to do this at 10 o'clock instead of being like, well, I might do it on Saturday this time. You know, and that does seem to have worked better since we've kind of laid that out. But it did, until we had that discussion, like, it did get pretty pretty silly a couple times where I didn't have a guest lined up and then somebody would be like, I'll do it with you. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I'm going to podcast for a couple hours. Just like out of nowhere. Yeah. And I felt bad about it, but I mean, it just, I'm trying to be a little more responsible with it. And I think uh, like with Seaflow the other day, I did it Saturday midday instead of doing it at night. So I think that actually kind of helps too, you know? Oh, the midday ones are better. Yeah. Well, my wife works till two o'clock on Saturday. Oh, there you go. So yeah. what happens is, is she will try to sleep as long as she can and let the baby sleep. Mm-hmm. I get up at six o'clock most days. So on Saturdays I'm up by seven. I wake his little ass up. Get up, bitch. <laughs> because if I wake him up by seven, eight o'clock, he'll take a nap at noon, one o'clock. So that oh. gives me, you know, if he goes to take a nap by like one, then that gives me an hour that I can podcast or I can. That's usually when I put my episodes up now. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's usually about, you know, midday Saturday when I get to it. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice that today. Yeah. I was like, I was refreshing my, my freaking podcast app. I was like, what's well, that episode coming out, man? And then, yeah, it finally came out. Yeah. Oh my God, nice. On the last two, like the one where he broke the dish and then this last one, like that's what it is, is he's sitting right around the corner eating breakfast while I'm sitting in the office doing intros and shit like that. So I have to make time for it, but it's definitely caused some arguments. And I know you were talking about with like you and Denise, you know, and uh, you doing editing and shit like that and all that. I can get it. Like we've definitely had arguments about the, the podcast, but I don't know, man, maybe you just need to edit faster. Quit being so picky and just cut out the fucking, the dead spots. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I literally do all my editing, edit, editing in like an hour on Saturday. 
Now, my episodes aren't usually as long as yours, but I would hope that, you know, it would only take an hour or two and then you could knock it out, right? You're just being yeah. picky. You're being a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, that's what it is, yeah. But I think now, the last, I think we've done like three, quote unquote, like live to tape episodes or whatever. Yeah. And it's just kind of be like, ah, oh, it's not that bad. It, well, it just kind of depends on, I guess, the guest. Because we had a little dragon after we did a live episode and like, yeah, like no way we could have used that as a live episode because like there, there was the, his very first hitting the post it took him like 15 minutes to get it ready and it was literally just like us just like come on man come on you're good you're good it's fine like it doesn't have to be perfect he's like no 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 i gotta get it perfect <laughs> now granted maybe if i had told him like we're doing this like live to tape like we're not i'm not editing anything maybe that would have been like okay cool like i just got to do it you know but but no yeah i think i think trying the live to tape stuff has really I don't know, you just, I feel like when I don't say that, I don't put that out there, I kind of rely too much on like, oh, well, it's okay, like, I'll just cut this part out later. Whereas, like, if I know that, like, I'm not cutting anything out, then it's, it forces me to be a little bit, I guess, more on. I, th- I think at this point, man, you guys have kind of put together a fan basis. So it's not like you're going to run anybody off, and if they go away, then fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys have put out <laughs> enough episodes at this point that... You know, people are tuning in for your personalities, and I don't think that you should have to spend that much time editing. If it's to the point where she's like, "Fuck, dude," <laughs> like that just means you're you're being too nitpicky. It's true. That I like true. the last couple, man. I think it's really good. You know, I like the rawness. That's one of the reasons that I do my shit the way that I do. When I just catch people kind of off guard, you know, I like not scripted. I don't write shit down. We just sit here and talk shit for a while. Talking shit, man. You said you work by yourself. I drive in a truck by myself most of the day, so it's like I know what you. It's I like to have human interaction. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, man. Yeah. There, there are days when I'm just like at work, just by myself, and I'm just like, oh my god, like I have like nobody to talk to right now. Yeah. That's not good for him either. Like, trust me. Like, I freaking hate that job. Oh Jesus. Freaking quit. Jesus. Anyway. Hey, man. It's not that you need to quit. It's that you need to you need to find somebody that will give you more money for your your trade because obviously you're a professional. And you need to find something that makes you just a little happier to get up to do every day. I think so. You owe it to yourself, man. You know, yeah. you don't have to work so fucking hard. You just got to find a way to balance it out. You got to make enough money to pay the bills and then try to get as much free time as you can to spend with the old Denise. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. Denise doesn't know what she wants because I bet you anything, if I were to like take time off, she'd be like, ah, like when are you going to go back to work? (laughs) For real. Like, come on, get back to work. It's amazing, man. I think that that's. It would be probably bumpy that first couple of weeks because <laughs> you would probably be insatiable. You'd be like, there's nothing to do. Fuck. I'm just sitting around here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it, it goes it's back like, to that whole the grass is always greener. You know what I mean? It's like right now she's like, oh, I wish I could take more time off. And then if I did take time off, she'd be like, oh, why are you here all the time? Well, he's like, <laughs> oh, I don't have any time to freaking like get the songs ready and edit and play the drums or like hang out with my family. And it's like, like, ah. What are you doing with it? It's like, if you want to spend time with your family, stop fucking podcasting. You know what I mean? Like, stop prepping so much. 
if you want to play the drums, like stop freaking browsing the internet and doing podcasts and go play the drums. Like, I don't know. It's weird. No, it's I, I think that's it, man. Like you just, no. Yeah. And, and I will agree with that. I just need to do, I, I need to work on my time management. I need to kind of, because yeah. Denise is all about lists. Like she'll make a list for everything every single day. Uh, make multiple lists. Yeah, like seriously. And uh, and I just kind of wing it. I'm just like meh. And then yeah, but I I definitely do think like I need to like, because yeah, it's like I'm not. I I remember back in the day I was like working and going to school and like doing this and doing that and like now it's like dude I don't even know how I would have time to go to blah. No, I I I, I know where I would be. But yeah, no, it's it's yeah. I just need better time management. I'm gonna work on that. You deserve it. You know what I'm saying? That's what my wife is trying to. And it took a while to get around to it. Like I wanted to be stubborn and be like, whoa, I'm dedicated. And she was finally like, listen, (laughs) I'm not saying you're not dedicated, asshole. What I'm saying is like you worked hard enough. It's time for you to take a moment and be like, I am worth time to, you know, get my head together to take a minute and just kind of smell the fucking roses because you never know, dude. You know, I know you say you've dealt with your own fucking problems with mortality. Like, bro, you you need to smell them roses once in a while because you might not have a fucking nose one day. Then <laughs> you're going to be like, fuck, I should have sniffed the roses. Well, actually, no, it's going to be more like, it's going to be more like, fuck, I should have been the roses. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that is a scary thought thinking like, dude, nothing's guaranteed. You know what I mean? You could be gone like right now and then you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I spent all that time working and do shit. <laughs> yeah, That's man. the one thing with like we were talking earlier. It's not so much that the day everything happened that my faith changed because I already kind of didn't believe in God just because of the the shit that I went through as a kid. Like there were moments where I like prayed and nothing happened, mm, and it just yeah. it really kind of broke me. And. Uh, I don't know. I think after that happened, it made me kind of think like you need to to appreciate it a little more and understand like it can go away. So try to be a good person. Try to do the right thing. Try to spend more time doing things you enjoy because those people at the end of the day don't really give a fuck whether or not you're happy in your life or not. They're just trying to get their work done. But if you're not, you know, taking advantage of the things that you can do, I mean, shit, you know, you get nice weather year round. I have a couple months out of the year. I can't fucking go outside. (laughs) No, yeah, we're we're pretty lucky in the weather department over here. Yeah. (laughs) Not complaining. Yeah, man. It's, It's awesome. Like, life is awesome. Like, being around and being able to go do whatever you want, that's, it's a pretty pretty handy thing like it's a commodity (laughs) so i hope you guys uh enjoy that go to your concerts and go do your podcasts and hang out with your family and take road trips and shit because a lot of people don't get to do that and if there's a way that you can do that more i would highly suggest it for sure man that's very sound advice and actually right now that you mentioned a road trip uh Maybe Denise and I will go see you in Arkansas one of these days. Just make the trip out there. When the dogs die. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can bring the dogs. dogs we, have, we have plenty of places for dogs to run. <laughs> our our beasts are great, man. They're not very good. Did he sneeze? Bless you. I don't know if he did. Yeah, that was a cough. Sorry. Oh. 
you get the seasonal allergies and all kinds of funk down here. People start mowing their grass for the last time. Like we're about to hit um, fall, like in the next couple months, and uh, it's going to be good. The weather's mm. going to be nice. Must be nice, yeah. We'll hit like seventies. It's my favorite time of the year. We get like a month where it's really nice here. We get some rain and uh, everything's pretty. Where's the nearest like university where mascots are near you? Are you near? There's, I think there's a University of Arkansas. They have like the hogs or something. Yeah, we have a few. We have um, the Razorbacks, which is the big school. We have the Red Wolves, which is like the number two school. But then also, like within 40 miles of where I'm at right now, we have UALR, which is kind of... They have a good basketball team. I think they won a championship in whatever division a few years ago. And then we also have UCA, which is... uh, They're like a division three, 3A, whatever. They're not like... You wouldn't see them on TV unless you had, like, the sports package. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, their football, whatever it is. Maybe they're the Sun Belt or some shit like that. But, uh, yeah, we've got a few different colleges here. Like, we've got colleges and churches. That's that's our specialty. And hair salons. We've got a lot of those, too. And the hair did want to go? Wait, why were you asking or what? So, I, when I go, I'm going to find the mascot. Oh, okay. mascot. <laughs> I gotta go to North Carolina. There's a lot of mascots in North Carolina that I've interviewed. If you guys ever come down here and you enjoy like being outside or taking pictures and shit like that, there are some things down here that you would probably really enjoy doing. Um, it's gonna be a short list, (laughs) but we definitely have colleges you can go hang out with mascots. I just want to see one mascot, so yeah. Are, are you going to do this thing where you like go on like a a, a nationwide tour where you like see a, a, at least one mascot in every state or something? Yeah. Oh, dude, well, you I, should do that. I definitely want to hit North Carolina to see all the mascots that I've interviewed over there. And then Texas for my favorite, one of my favorite. Texas. And Maine. Maine's there's another a, one. There's a shitload of colleges in Texas. Oh yeah, I know. Like, well, no. There's at least I think when I did my episode with uh, with Paul, we talked about it. Like, there's like five colleges there that are like mainstream, like big deal colleges. Oh shit, that's right. You did a, you did an episode with Paul. Yeah, we did our liner notes. Oh, that's right. That's right. I thought you had them on on Po Boys. Sorry. No, no, no. Well, I tried. We talked for like 20 minutes before, but I mean, his show was long as shit, too. So it's like we got on and we just kind of got into it. We ended up having to do that in two days. I don't know. He did a really good job cutting it together. I think Chris. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like it's uh, there's a song with Dr. John and Randy Newman. And yeah, that, that's right. You did the the funk, right? American funk and oh, soul. Yeah. Oh, like it was yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. It's my flavor, man. I like that. I like all kinds of music, but like jazz funk, it's good shit. And uh, yeah, right in the middle, my baby like started freaking out, and like my wife was yelling at me. Oh shit! <laughs> through the other like the walls, and I was just like, I gotta go, man. Oh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I like left him hanging. I left the like he left the music playing, and I just like typed in the Skype box and was like, "Buddy, give me just a minute." And like the music ended, and I think he said a couple like, "Hello, are you there?" Because I recorded it too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I came back and I was just like, "Bro, the baby woke up." So yeah, he's not yeah, going back to that, sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's the other that's the other difficult thing too. Like sometimes, you know, like. For other shows that are, you know, a little more free form, it's like, oh, you know, you just go as long as, as long or as short as you want. But for episodes like our liner notes or like the LPP or something where it's like, well, no, like maybe like we're running out of steam here a little bit, but we have like five more songs, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, so I could see that that's another challenge too, you know what I mean? Especially like with, with getting guests and all that or, or if you're a guest or like, you know, for you, like, I mean, you, you experienced it where it's like, yeah, man, like I know we still have like, you know, half the episode to go still, but you know, this is happening right now. And yeah, I like talking like that's my problem. I know sometimes I'll ramble, but like the idea of doing a podcast has always been pretty straightforward. It's just like, find somebody you can talk to for a while. And if you need to have subjects just to make sure you've got something to talk about. But at the end of the day, as a, as a podcast, you just, you're a, you yourself can talk for an extended amount of time, which is fucking hard to do. Those solo shows are rough. <laughs> I, don't Dude, I like the solo shows, man. I don't understand how like Bill Burr and people that literally just don't have people on. I don't understand it. Like that's got to be some kind of neurotic tendency. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's a special kind of crazy to be able to just sit in a room and talk to nobody for a fucking hour and a half. Well, I mean, really, the only one that I listen to that's like that is just uh, Bill Burr. And I mean, it, he kind of does it in a way that it seems like he's talking to you. You know what I mean? So I could see how maybe he could kind of pass that off as like, oh, well, I'm not just here talking to myself. I'm like talking to the listeners out there or something. Um, but yeah, even that, I guess, get kind of difficult because. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like your solo episodes. I, I And I like the intros and the outros that you do. I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. It kind of like gives you a little more insight into, well, obviously it does, into what people are thinking and stuff. So It's weird because I have that at the end. Well, I mean, if you put an intro and outro, that's what you're doing. I, I do that in the outro. And at first I didn't want to do them. It's weird because like I'm just talking to myself. Like It is weird, know. right? Like you just sit there and you're like staring at the wall. And sometimes you'll hit like, that's it's almost like playing golf like it's just it sucks because every once in a while you'll connect a thought and then you'll have something else and you'll go off on like a 10 minute little and you're like hey that was pretty good (laughs) but then some days you just fucking stare at the wall and you record for like five minutes and you delete it and you record for five minutes you delete it you're like this is stupid (laughs) yeah why do you even do this fucking shit you know, and then something will happen or you'll think of something and you'll just go, whatever. I don't even care if you listen to this shit. I don't know what the fuck. And then next week you'll get that 10 minute spot or you'll get an eight minute spot. And it's just, I think everybody's just kind of figuring out their favorite way to do it. There's no right or wrong way. It's really yeah. just people, like I've said before, making friends. If you have guests on, you're just, you're making friends. This is how we do it now. We don't meet in, you know, grocery stores or bars or anything. It's just we're like nerdy kids that would normally be paying, 
normally be paying would normally be playing Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday. But instead, we're sitting in our office or at our kitchen tables or in our backyard sheds or in our garage or in our attic or whatever. And we're fucking talking into a microphone, you know, and that's what we do now. Yeah, it's I guess kind of like a what, what was that way back in the day, like those ham radios? Or that's like what I was going to say. It's like we're new wave ham radio operators. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hello, who's out there? Or are you? Or are you? Like, oh, all right. I'm in Denmark, yeah. eh? That's Canadian. Eh? Oh. That is pretty. You ever seen somebody with one of those setups? Like, just with a tower of, like, radio equipment and microphones and shit. And you're like, whoa. No, I've never seen that. Have you been calling outer space with this old man? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Searching for uh, intelligent life out there, man. Haven't found anything yet. It's pretty trippy. Like I remember CB radios too. Those were crazy. Do you ever have one of those in a car? You ever know anybody with a CB? Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, you did. I had one. It wasn't very powerful, but well, you I had I could one. Get truckers like a walkie-talkie, right? No, 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 sorta. Yeah, I mean, it's like breaker breaker one nine. You just hear people talking and shit, and they're ten twenty nine and all that bullshit. It's fun, yeah. man. Like it's it's like a language between. Like people that are only in the know, like because not everybody listens to podcasts. This is true. This is true. And actually, yeah, um, my uncle he he uh, was a truck driver there for the last little bits of his life, and uh, and yeah, like I remember when he would come back from a trip or something. Like yeah, he he would be talking on the phone with coworkers or whatever, like other other truck drivers. Like, but this is just like on the phone, like a regular phone call. And like yeah, I guess like the little lingo just kind of like rubbed off on like just regular conversation with them over the phone and he'd be like okay like 10-4 or something stupid like that and i was like all right bro like you're not on the fucking tv radio right now <laughs> but yeah, yeah no but yeah it's it's interesting yeah like i guess every hobby has its own little language right that's kind of what makes it that's how you know if like somebody's legit or not or be like oh you're just a fucking poser you don't know what you're talking about you know what i mean that's funny hey hang on one second Rod. hold on yeah yeah Are you singing yes. Joe's song? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't help it. I love it. I love it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But I love it. <laughs> oh, but that's a different song. Which I was that? Know. That was the I Can't Feel My Face song. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that yeah. was Wifey. I think she's bringing me some Taco Bell. I love oh, that. Geez. I fucking love that woman. <laughs> she can read my mind. Mm. Like Taco Bell, yes. I eat way too much Taco Bell. It's ridiculous the amount of Taco Bell that I eat, y'all. And I think that it's because it does not affect me like it does most people. Yeah, that's that's what I hear. Like everybody, and whenever people talk about eating Taco Bell, they're like, "Oh man!" But later on, it's gonna mm-hmm. get you. I'm so ingrained with Trailer Park DNA and just years of poor poor nutritional choices that I can eat Taco Bell and it actually, I th- I think I could lose weight eating Taco Bell and I'm almost not bullshitting. <laughs> you have like an iron stomach or something. I have I a cast know. iron stomach, sir. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Like I could eat anything. doesn't matter. It's pretty stupid. I ate some sardines the other day. I was pretty proud of myself. Oh, I don't think I've ever had, no, I've never had sardines. I'll say this. 
I have smelled cheap sardines before. Like a motherfucker would crack open a can and be like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, it's just real fishy and kind of gross. I know at some point in my life I've had sardines and anchovies both. Like, Shit. for some reason or another. But the other day, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and they were talking about keto shit. And the dude that he had on was saying, well, I've got these sardines, and it was a particular brand. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, these are really good, um, and they're this brand. Well, I was at the grocery store, and they fucking had those. Like, the oh, boot, they had the bougie sardines, the $2.50 sardines. Damn. Because most of the time, sardines are like a dollar a can or like, you know, 10 for a dot, whatever. They've, they're very cheap. <laughs> yeah, like like Top Ramen or something. Like you get four yeah, it's back like tuna for like fish. Dollars. Like it's, it's that kind of cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought them and I was a little intimidated because I haven't had sardines in a long fucking time. And I'm like, as an adult and as a person who has been in the poor side before god damn it i know that i can handle sardines and i'm gonna eat them just to keep myself honest you know <laughs> i cracked open that bougie can of fucking sardines and they were delicious now it may be because they were the expensive kind because <laughs> it was like sardines packaged in olive oil with a squeeze of lemon and a, a touch of smoke Oh, yeah, that, that's too fancy. Yeah, as opposed to just fish in a can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they it's taste- like, don't ask me what the liquid is it, that's in there is. I right. don't know. It's- yeah, yeah. No, they were definitely not like the bullshit sardines. So I would say this. If you wanted to eat some sardines, these are pretty fucking good. They just tasted like tuna fish, like out of a can. If you've ever eaten tuna straight out of a can, that's what it tastes like. It was pretty good. I surprised myself. How, how did you eat it? Just like with a spoon or a fork or... No, there was actually in in the can, like you crack it open, right? Right. It's just three fishes. Oh, dang. Like three fishes with the head and the tail chopped off. And then just like, they've got like backbones in them, but you just eat them. Like you you just think like that? Yeah. You just pick it up and bite it off and then chew it up. I felt like a caveman. I was so proud of myself. I was like, I haven't eaten like this in a long fucking time. Like I'm a caveman with a can opener, man. It's wild. It's wild I really, out here. I really wanted one of those old school sardine cans with like the long oh, thing oh, that you gotta like roll it up the side and shit. Like the one of the cartoonish shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was just like a pull top thing, but it was Denise, you do you eat sardines if you had any? I've never had sardines. But I like talk about I grew up on that stuff. Rod doesn't like talk about I don't think he's ever had it. Well, I've it, never had it, so You've and never had Taco Bell. No. What the I, fuck? Well, I mean. No, 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 no. <laughs> You've never had Taco Like, never accidentally had Taco Bell. No. No, like, never, ever. It was just when growing up, if we were going to have fast food, it was McDonald's. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, what do you guys want? And it'd be yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Let's try Taco Bell or let's try Wendy's. It's like, no. It's like if we were going to have fast food, it was McDonald's and that was it. And it was, like, very rare that we would have fast food because most of the time my grandma would just cook for everybody. Right, right. No, I get that. And I think we were the same way. McDonald's was usually the go-to. So I feel yeah. you on that. Yeah, right. and then and then when I was, I guess, old enough to just – if I wanted to get my own fast food, it was like, I it just never – So even because, now, like, like, you've never just gone and just tried Taco Bell? Really? 
No. Nope. You're blowing yeah. my fucking mind. Like, this is, Rod, this is a big deal. Like, this is kind of like 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> but, like, yeah. you're the 30, 35, 36-year-old dude that's never. No, at 32, what the hell? <laughs> 37, 39-year-old dude. Rod, you've never fucking had Taco Bell. <laughs> And I, I, and now now it's kind of like I didn't even think that was like a big thing, you know what I mean? Holy I was like, I'm sure there's gotta be a ton of people out there. <laughs> but now that everybody that we've told seemed to make a big I'm thing, I'm not laughing. I'm amazed. Like you just blew my fucking mind. Like I can't believe it. Yeah. So now I'm just like, well, now I'm just not gonna have it, man, because you know it's my thing now. You I don't want to just lose. It. I don't want to spit up. It's almost like crack at this point. Like maybe you shouldn't ever have it. Yeah, I think my wife just brought me some. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's so good, but it's so bad for you. Yeah, I mean, I eat a lot of shitty food, but just not yeah. It's like you eat the. I had wiener snitch earlier today, and you eat ramen. But like I, like I said, I grew up on beefroni and the spaghettios, spaghettios, and like that stuff. Or um, spam. I used to eat spam in the morning. My mom would make me spam, (laughs) and we would eat uh corned beef and potatoes and like rod never had that until he came i don't think you've ever had spam no, oh, no. yeah you had a few pieces i don't think my so. mom made some spam breakfast. and eggs that's pretty good you fry it up with some onions and some eggs yeah that's how you have it right yeah yeah like spam hash. and eggs hell yeah or a spam burger you cut it up who spam takes me back bro <laughs> mm. shit well y'all we just sat here and talked for a while. Oh shit! So I guess we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I'm All right, man. Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I think I'm pretty sure Taco Bell's like you gotta eat it right when it's still warm. Right up. This, as soon as it starts getting cold, it's like, no, nah, man, this is disgusting. Or it's like, not nah, so good. That's it. It's the trade off. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, it's been fantastic. Like I said, in one of these days, Denise, we'll get you on here too. We'll talk about your show and some other shit. How about that? All right. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> yeah, y'all take it easy. Enjoy your evening. And uh, it's been a pleasure, man. I'm glad to have y'all on for sure. All righty. Thanks for having us. Have a good night. Enjoy Thank that Taco you. Bell. I will. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Later. All right. So, I know that took a while. Sorry, but I'm a motherfucking talker. I'm going to get going. I'm going to keep talking and talking and talking and talking. Fuck. Almost two and a half hours. That's a long time. I hope I didn't bore any of you motherfuckers. Hmm. I do appreciate you listening. And uh, if you'd like to listen to Rod and Denise's show, it should be up Tuesday. So you can go check that out at at the LP no. Yeah, at the LP pod on Twitter. And uh, Rod is at Podhead Rod. Denise is at PJams. At PJams 92, 32, 87, 42. What it do? Man. It's been a rough week, y'all. I'm having a hard time remembering shit. I, uh... Earlier this week, um... My mother-in-law had an episode and uh, she's okay now she's out of the hospital but 
Yeah, man, she had an allergic reaction to some shrimps and uh, fucked around and had one of those crazy-ass hitch moments, you know, where everything started swelling up. She fucking almost suffocated. That's pretty nuts. But she's better now. That's good. But that's how the week started. Just kind of on edge. I called in Monday. I've only done that a few times. And then this really fucked up shit happened on uh, on Tuesday. And it's it's funny because I literally have dwelled on this. And it just it infuriated me. <laughs> I was uh, was out running the route. And uh, first of all, um, Denise's handle on Twitter is at PJAMS923. So go follow them motherfuckers. Check them out. Say hello. Shit, I assume most of the people that listen to this probably already know them. So whatever. But. It's going to be good. I'm going to get Rudy tomorrow. And uh pretty happy about that. Rudy! We're going to make magic, bro. I dig it. Anyway, driving down the road. Now, y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. I see a lot of crazy shit out on the road. I've seen accidents that have literally unfolded right in front of me. I've seen cars just explode into flames on the side of the road. Like it's it's gotten hairy a few times, but overall, I think I've done a pretty good job of trying to be safe and courteous while I'm out on the road. I see the road, the road. Um, there's only a few things that really drive me crazy, and speeding is one of them. The thing is, guys, like I'm not an old man about it. I think you should drive the speed limit. I'll give you five to ten miles over. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not saying too much because most of the, the freeways here are 65 or 70. So I'm saying, you know, pass me all you fucking want. I'm not going to get offended. I get it. But when I'm driving, I'm very courteous and I'm I'm cautious. You know, I'm in a company vehicle and I don't want to fucking get hemmed up in some bullshit because somebody, you know, is being careless. So... I'm very aware, and I pay attention to a lot of shit. Now, this week, I'm driving, and there's a double yellow line. Now, for some of y'all may not know, I would hope that you all do if you have a driver's license, but a double yellow line means do not pass. Anytime it's two yellow lines in the middle of the fucking road, that means do not pass. So, there's a car in front of me. That's going a couple miles under the speed limit, which I get upset about, but it's not the end of the world. Guys, it's you're just driving. I'm approaching an S-curve, and the opening curve to the S-curve is a right-hand turn. And as I'm coming into it, from behind my truck, I hear... And from out... From behind my truck, it's a three-wheeled motorcycle, or a trike, if you will. Um, whips out past me. Had to have been doing, you know, 80 miles an hour. But it's it's crazy because I know there's no way he could see around that curve. There's no way. Like, I could barely see around the curve. So he just went for it. Now, it's a particularly asshole move to do because you're assuming that if you try to pass me in that situation, my job as a courteous driver, is to either stop 
slow down, you know, if there's a car coming, is to either slow down and let you pass or to literally put my vehicle in a ditch so you don't fucking get smashed in the other lane. And it's just, it's a very, very shitty thing to do to any any person, let alone somebody in a company vehicle or a truck. And uh, as soon as this person whipped out, like the switch flipped, I was pissed immediately. And as the person, you know, passed me and the other car, I realized that it was one of my customers. It's a shop owner, a person that I'm pretty, you know, frequent at too. And so then that brought a whole nother layer of pissed off because it's like, did he do it to be fucking cute? Did he do it to be funny? You know, he was behind me long enough. He would have known that it was me. Like, there's no way that he didn't. So it put me in a really awkward position and I was pretty upset about it. I mean, it's it's basically this dude's an asshole and he lives in his world. He's just kind of a cocky you know, tough guy. He's older, but just chest hair. He wears a shirt like half unbuttoned and he has the Burt Reynolds chest hair and he likes to talk shit. And, uh, it just, he would have done it to anybody, but he did it to me. Somebody that knew who he was and where he'd be. And, uh, yeah, man, like it, as I came to the intersection to turn right, which is about a block from his shop, but you can see it to turn right or to keep going straight to, to go to his shop, I had to make the turn. You know, that was the direction I was going, and it, it took everything in me, guys. I pulled over. My fucking legs were shaking. Like, my hands, it was, I was so fucking mad about what this guy had just done. And I called my boss, and I, I said, hey, uh, buddy, how much trouble do I get in? If I just go over there and punch him in his fucking head, like just one good shot. And he was like, I really wish you wouldn't do that. And I was like, I mean, I had an honest dilemma because the grown person in me, my fucking professional side said, if you do it, you lose your job. No questions asked. You can't just punch customers in the face. And, you know. We're paying half the bills now, so I, I I can't I can't lose that income. My trailer park side was saying this will not stand. I will not tolerate this kind of shit. I'm gonna go down here and stomp this motherfucker out right now. Oh man! I had to go the next day to his shop. He wasn't there. I spoke with his mechanic and his mechanic, uh, you know, said the same thing, said he's had several incidences. And matter of fact, it's something this cocksucker does so much that when I first interacted with, with the, the mechanic, he's very polite. He said, how are you doing? I said, I'm all right. You know, I said, is your boss around? He said, no, he's not here yet. And I said, okay, well, it's probably for the best. And he said, what's up? And I said, man, I just, I really got an ax to grind with him. And the thing is this, I'm not going to change his mind. And to be honest with you, if I'd have walked in there and fucking punched him, he probably would have shot me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not trying to get into all that. So it's just, as an adult, I have to realize that there's only so much I can do respectfully. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, I told him, I said, you know, you know what a double yellow line means? He said, he looked over and he said, did he pass you on that fucking motorcycle? 
I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, he's been doing that a lot lately. And I keep telling him, you know, he better knock that shit off. But I just, I told him, I said, man, it's probably better if, you know, for at least the next couple of times I come here, you need to come and, and take care of it. I said, I don't, I don't really care if he's fucking standing in front of me. I'm going to hand you this piece of paper to sign because I don't have anything to say to him. Not yet. I have nothing but anger. <laughs> so, you know, I try really hard. If I don't have something nice to say, I don't say shit. I'll bite my fucking tongue unless it's, it's necessary. And in that situation, I, I can't. So fuck him. Stupid bitch. I can't stand people like that, man. These people that just, it's, it's their world. You're just living in it, you know? They don't give a fuck. I'm envious of it in a sense, but I'm not. You know, it's 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 not a good look, man. Maybe if you're a millionaire and you just don't give a shit, that's one way to be. But, like, to just be a shithead just because, like, just to be a shithead, I can't understand it. I really can't. You know, Jesus Christ. Well, I think I just wanted to add another 10 fucking minutes or so just so I can safely say that this is a a solid two and a half hour podcast. There's some good topics and I'm glad that we got down and dirty with Rod and Denise, the listening party. And uh, I would hope that you would go and check out their show, uh, it's it's really good, man. They they do a cool thing. And both of their shows. Listen to Mascot Diaries too, you motherfuckers. I've got to listen to one still. Anyway. Guys. I'm going to leave you with this. <laughs> Don't be an asshole for no reason. If it calls for it, do whatever you got to do. But just to walk around on a day-to-day, put a smile on your fucking face. And don't be a prick. Because there's no reason for it, man. We're all just trying to get through the goddamn day. (laughs) Until next week. I'm Jody B. And this is the Po' Boys Podcast. You motherfuckers have a good weekend. Mm -hmm.